Hey, what are you doing? No, seriously, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Alrighty, so here it is. Um, first of all, thank you, Mark Marin. Thank you. Also, Chris Hardwick, you know why. Um, I thought, the first hour of the show, I thought I should tell you that we don't do it in our normal studio, so the quality of it is tremendously different. But now that you know that going into it, you'll be like, okay. And then when we roll into the regular show, it's back in the studio. But me and Sarah thought we'd sit down for about 15 minutes and talk about, you know, how the week was. Um, it ended up turning into an hour. But there you go. Now, I know I'm going to say some things that some people, even some very sane people would be like, hey, I like this, I like that. That didn't make sense what Todd was saying there. Oh, he was a little off on that. Hey, sometimes people write me really nice tweets, and sometimes they're maniacs, but a lot of times they're not. They're sensible people that just had a little problem with one thing. I read them. And hey, down the road, I always have the opportunity to go, hey, blah, 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 said this. Good point. So don't get – maybe I get caught up on it because I think people get caught up on it. I think overall I had um, you know, some good points. All right, that doesn't mean once in a while I make a mistake, but the bulk of it, all right? So now, I'll say this, and then we'll roll it in. This will make me feel better. Let's say you're saying, you know what? I just want to hear the regular show. I, I had some good points before, but I'm ready. Go in 54 minutes in, boom, there's the show. There's the regular show back in our studio. So, But if you're like, you know what? I really want to hear how this week went, and I would love to hear some more of Todd's opinions. I want to hear him go off. I want to, well, then listen to the first 54 minutes. Now, you can't complain now. Now, listen, I just don't want to make you look stupid. I'm serious. Because let's say you listen to the first 54 minutes. Then you say to somebody, geez, I love Todd, but 54 minutes. They're going to say, didn't he bring that up on the opening of the show, not to listen to the first 54? If you, so you're just going to look stupid. So if you listen just out of curiosity now and it's too much for you, you're just going to have to keep it to yourself. Otherwise, you're going to look silly. All righty. There you go. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, my God. I think I've made a horrible mistake. Look, folks, I like Dandy Kaufman. I got to be honest with you right now. This was not. <laughs> you guys can laugh. <laughs> um, all right. So here's what here's what, what I'm going to do. Um, I'm here with Sarah because I, I don't know why I, I, I don't want to keep saying it. But um, obviously, this is my first podcast since the whole thing. And I just like somebody being with me. It just makes me uh, makes me comfortable. Um, so. Uh, I, I'm going to talk about it. First, I thought, you know what? I don't want to. It's not going to be my thing now. But I thought, look, it's not like it's five months later and I'm doing two hours on it every day. Then I could see someone going, I love Todd, but just go back to being Todd. But this is the first one since. And I just obviously there's so many things flowing through my head that I thought it would be a good idea to just open up the show. And then our guest today is Jonah Ray and uh, Anthony Jeselnik. But we'll talk about this. You know what? I, I, I said to Sarah before it started. I'll do for 15, 20 minutes. It's probably going to be longer. Sarah said, just start talking. You know, we'll see what happens. So yeah. that's what I'm going to do. But I think I'll feel more comfortable going through this if you know that, and maybe I don't need to say this, but I'll feel comfortable saying it, that 
you know, then my show next week is going to go back to like, you know, when the issue comes up. Yeah, now I'll be in an honest place to talk about it when it when it when it when it comes across. There's something in the news. Now I'm being honest. Why that affects me? Where my emotion comes from? But right now, I feel like I have so many more things to say. So, first. You doing all right, Sarah? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's uh, Sarah Silverman. By Sarah the way. Silverman. <laughs> uh, I told Sarah she was like amongst a few people, but she's here, so I'll, I'll mention her. But she was one of the three that sort of talked me through this and was so patient and so nice and so and I and, and I really did need it. Now this is uh, probably five days later. I'm uh, sorry. It, one quick thing, Sarah Silverman from television and movies. Oh, Sarah, that's not necessary. What? Come on, are you serious? I just want to make sure everyone they, knows. Oh, come on, that's they, they know. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't help everything just turning right into a fit. Like every two minutes during the interview. Oh yeah, did I mention uh, Sarah? <laughs> um, the um, <clears throat> so. Uh, uh, I, it's weird that I'm going to start by saying this. The two things that I just want to get out of the way. One, I felt really bad that when I listened to it, it sounded, and a lot of people thought, I thought you were going to, I thought you were dying. And it makes you seem, you know, because I came on and said, oh, Mark, this is the scariest thing I've ever done. And it looked oh, like I was going to say that I was dying. And, I, and it, it made me think, I'm going to I'm going to explain it, but also even me, I thought, oh, it seems so shallow like as much as that was hard for me to do it's like someone going i have horrible news and i i just i don't know how to tell everyone i get the whole family together i'm selling my summer home you know it's like all right (laughs) it's angering but i should tell you this now that you know i thought the same thing but at the time i was nervous i was scared yeah now it all went great i i I was very happy the day it happened or the day after, I'm not, I, I, I was very comfortable with it. I went, oh my God, this is unraveling much better than I could have ever expected. I and know, I was thinking, did you get my message? Like, if there's ever a day that Todd is going to settle in and learn how to use a computer and become internet literate, I, it would, <laughs> should be this day because I'm Googling him every five minutes. I read, I read the tweets, which I'll get to, but, um, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I didn't have my computer. I still am not great with the computer. Huh? Um, but so I felt bad for that. So if there's anyone like Jesus, uh, yeah, I felt the same way. But that's where I was at the night before when I left that message for Mark. Can I just say? Oh, I'm sorry. Can no, no, go, go, go. Oh, and that car just drove by and it was loud. It was like you paused and it was almost like. You wanted to say, there's my ride, but then you were like, oh, I, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> exactly. And he was going to be like, there's there's a hacky comics ride, but secretly us. But me. I totally wanted to hey, re, re, If you want to enjoy it, replay that and hear my pause exactly where Sarah heard it. Well, you can hear the car probably go. Yeah, and then I go. I don't need to say that. <laughs> so the second thing... It um, went through just enough filters. What went through enough filters? That, that there's my ride. Oh, right, right. It and took, then it didn't come out. It took me three seconds to filter it out. And the second thing is, um, it, it, just because I thought it was taken out of context. And, but again, this is the way I think. This is what i got to do. i got to clear my head. 
uh, these things first. Uh, I said something in the interview about Dave Chappelle, about what he said about, you know... Uh, but even when it was quoted, I saw it. You said, I love this comic, I have nothing but respect for him. Did it say that? But, yeah, I was impressed because usually when people quote something, they want it to be as provocative as possible and they'll leave off whatever kind of qualifiers you say. But whatever I read had included it. Well, that makes me feel better because I really respect the fuck out of Dave Chappelle. And that was my issue, not his. And I'm not just saying that to play with words. If I would have been honest who I was, I would have seen Dave Chappelle. It would have been a big deal. I said, hey, Dave, I got a little loophole in your in your bit. And he probably would have gone, he's intelligent. I got to give it to you. That's a good one. Maybe he wouldn't have. But that's all it would have been. That was all. So that got that out of the way. Um, last thing, I said that the reason I did it, and a lot of these thoughts are just storming in my head, but again, yeah. um, that it was time to do it because with all these kids dying, there would be blood on my shirt. I certainly would never insinuate, for me, somebody else out there that's not ready to do what I did, obviously I'm not going to be a maniac and the day I come out start pointing fingers at other people for where I was at. I'm in the comedic community, a lot of loving people. My parents don't give a shit. With what was surrounding me in my life, I felt like there would be blood on my shirt. But I would never insinuate someone else that's not ready. If you're not ready, you are not ready. That's my opinion. That's not a fact. Someone else feels completely different. I feel like you got to wait till you're ready. And, and I don't care how old you are. I respect it. I really do. So no one else would have blood on their shirt. I wasn't insinuating that. If I can think of other people, if I was at where they were at, where I'd go... Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be ready to do it. But for me, with what was surrounding me in my life, I felt like that. I felt like, you know, you know, just get up off your ass and do something. Last thing that sounds like I'm just deflecting things that I think people are thinking is um, I know there were some people that thought and they said this while you laughed. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going through this whole thing in my head because blood on my shirt. Does that make sense? That sounds familiar to me. Blood on my shirt. But it, it, is, that the, is that a saying? Or is it blood on my hands? And then I thought, and then my thought process was, is the same blood on my hands? And then it Todd turned into blood on my shirt because, because for Todd, if he got blood on his shirt, it would, so, it would be so much more grave than blood on his hands that he could just wash off with uh, that that workman's. Yeah, the blood. Uh, is, I wonder what it because I am the king at saying expressions wrong. I know you are. Yeah. That's why I was like blood on my shirt. <laughs> but I could be, but I'm also terrible at We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back with Sarah Silverman. Um, <laughs> blood on my, we can slash it in. We'll put this in so they can fit it in. Blood on my hands. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I should say. Yeah, blood on my hands. <laughs> That's how the edit will sound. Um, uh, uh, some people, in a good place. No one's saying anything bad. And again, I, I maybe it's my own head. After this, we move on. Um, what, like, okay, he did it. What's the big deal? Like, and, and not in a positive, not in a negative way, but like, all right. And I hope what it was was first of all, a lot of people that tweeted were people that knew me a lot, a lot weren't, but a lot were, and they just were saying, we know it's hard. Like, it is hard. I live that lie. And instead of thinking, oh, well, it's unnecessary. He didn't need to do it. What's the big deal? He's got his comedian friends. He's not like, you know, he's a plumber in Chicago. That's the guy you feel bad for. That That's why I finally did it. But I know there were some people that thought, you know, hey, what's the big deal? You know, it's just that I think it was hopefully that, you know, that, hey, I know he was scared shitless. And secondly... I was nervous that, hey, I had bottled up thoughts. I thought, what if I don't represent myself well? I wanted to say things that uh, – talk with Mark Maron away about this that it's never been talked about before. Just not therapeutic, just two guys gone. This is fucking bullshit. 
was and, amazing. And expressing myself. Now, I feel I did it. But then I didn't know. So I think a lot of people, were. that's what it was. So if they, I, I always go to the one person or two that I think are negative. And you know what? That the one be, person in the audience, of a whole audience laughing, the one guy with his right. arms folded, you focus on. And, some, and yesterday I had a weird thought defending myself on that. Even though it could be the downfall of sometimes the you know my career, thinking about the one person certainly doesn't help you do creative things when you think about one person. But hopefully maybe now that I'm honest about who I am, getting into the brain of one person, because one person represents other people, maybe that'll be twisting that for a positive. Maybe there is someone out there that thought that. And you know what? I say intelligent people sometimes haphazardly say unintelligent things. Maybe if they hear me say this, they'll be like, Jesus, he's right. Like I was sort of saying that. Like, oh, what's the – he's right. Like he was nervous as shit. And, and, um, And also, what about the people that have been out of the closet forever? Like don't they get credit? Yeah, you do. And it's just that I think it's like when somebody is thin their whole life. No, no one walks around raving about it. But if you're 500 pounds and you lose weight, everybody talks about it. Well, like, right. Well, like, right, right. Exactly. People that have been out of the closet from a young age, no bullshit. I mean, I said it. That 13-year-old kid, it doesn't get any more brilliant than that. I saw this kid online coming out at 13. I get it. He's going to live his life doing great things. Maybe not getting... Some of the attention that I got over the last few days, but I get that people that are that are uh, out forever. They're, that's they're, they they're to be commended, and I think they reap the benefits of that by having a healthy life. So they have. You that know. is one thing that you mentioned to me um, was not just that you came out because these kids were killing themselves, but that. You were inspired by equal-aged kids, 13-year-old kids who yeah. were comfortable in their skin. You know, they didn't just... They inspired you in both those ways. Yeah, know? it was crazy watching those kids the morning. I talked about this on the Mark show, like right. watching them and just going, oh, my God, just, you know, get off your ass and just do something, you know, and, and I did. And also, this is the weird part. Um, I know I'm rambling here, but... Uh, my friend, I, I, when I was like 21, uh, I would edit in Philadelphia, and there was this uh, kid that would edit there. He was 16, and his name was Kevin Sousa. What do you mean, edit? Uh, like in, when I was like 21, I would have like do th- for my act. I would go in and I have to send. You know, I would edit, edit. Back then, you had to go to. Oh, a- like you're you're real or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was like, t- I think I was like maybe 21, or you know, it all gets as I yeah, say cloudy. And there was a kid in there. His name was Kevin Sousa, and um, he was editing too. His high school had a band, so of course, you know, it was more like an adult kid friendship and. It was when I saw him whenever I was in there, how you doing? And then years later, he worked at my friend's bar. Like many years later, I go, hey, he goes, remember me? We were in that band. I'm like, yeah, I remember you. Well, he is a great friend now. I'm friends with his whole family. And he is a child, I, I think child therapist. I know he's, a, he's, he's, he's now dealing with people in therapy, but he's still in school. You know, you're still in school, but you, you, you start helping people. Does that, yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And he talked me through this thing using just common sense and and I fucking thank him so much this our friendship does not make sense he's 16 I'm 21 or something years later that's not the story that should have been told you know right. and so I wanted to thank him and then also you know um, even like ah, I don't want to go on and on but um, the people that worked at my podcast like there's the and again you're, you don't know how they'll handle it you know I don't know but like like there's um, Andrew and Chris and they were so and um, of course Katie of course Katie but they were like joking with it yesterday just like I fucking wanted them to and it made me it warmed my heart it was like uh, something was happening and Chris ran over with such comedic timing and he's like don't make fun of Todd he's gay yeah. <laughs> of course you know I'm gonna laugh at that because it was perfect so and um, you know there we go so and 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 uh, Daniel Tosh also was, you know, I, I thought, I did think this, 
I thought I could see Daniel Tosh going, yeah, I'd retweet the interview, but I know some of my fans, or I know this, and maybe, you know, that's for, I'll just be, and I know that's foolish of me, and it's also, I'm admitting it because it says what was in my head, but it's also disrespectful to Daniel, so he retweeted it, and, um, you know, I say, can I tell everyone that we're dating? I don't know. Somehow that made it easier for me. You know what I mean? Like to throw him into it jokingly or not. He goes, I don't give a shit. I go, Daniel, I'll do it. He goes, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I called him up. I go, I did it. He goes, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, you know, it's all right. So there we go. And the, somebody uh, went on and tweeted uh, yesterday. I thought they had a good point, but this is the only one that I'm not I'm mentally defending it. Legitimately, someone tweeted it. And they're saying, how can you help kids come out of the closet when you don't want to say the word, uh, say it now, gay yourself? And I, I had... I, I, I message him back. Like, what do you call it? Direct uh, message. Yeah, I didn't let... Well, he doesn't follow me, so we just... We did something in between. Right. I didn't let everybody on my site, but I write to him, and I said, thanks for bringing that up to me. I will address it on the podcast, which I'm doing right now. And I don't want him to hear it now. They go, well, you address it. You're just defending yourself. Maybe with some more clarity. Um, look, that's where I was at. Um, I said... And I think you might have been... I, look, I'm not disregarding your concern on a day that I wanted to be positive for so many people. And I really did. Trust me. It did. It did crush me a little that one person, even one person is sitting in their car, sitting in their house going, this guy can't even say gay. How's he helping kids? So yeah, you are probably right. It would be better maybe for me to spit it out. But I thought later, the way Todd Glass thinks, that's where I was at. Maybe there's another kid out there that's like that. He goes, I just hate that word. I don't know why I hate that word. It has so much with it. It has so much. So maybe he heard me do it and he went, geez, that guy is certainly preaching that you are healthy. You are fine. Don't let anyone ever fucking convince you that you are not okay. You are 100% okay. You are who you are, which is always fucking perfect. That's who you are and you are perfect. But I have a hard time saying that word. So you're a human being. Yeah, it's it's just the word. I, and by the way, that's where my empathy came over the years. When you know, I, I don't think other people track how many times people have asked for a different word. I do because it resonated with me. How a maid to housekeeper. You know what? Maybe that was not me. It was never me going. Oh come on, we can't call them maids anymore. But yes, stewardess, ma- flight attendant. However, it happened. Yeah, that that's one. Or or you know, there's uh, what are the other ones? Um, I know with uh, with uh, little people, I don't even know what the proper term it's, is. It's widow people now. <laughs> with a W. <laughs> what? Oh, really? I think, I think you're wrong. Oh, uh, little person. <laughs> um, we, we 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 me and uh, uh, Blake Wexler were doing. Oh, it's sort of. So never mind. Because uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so so um so that's what you know. That's where I was at. I certainly you know it was a, just a hard word for me to say. Hey, it's also hard. And what's he suggesting that you don't come out because you you well, he's saying snag you know this this self proclaimed snag. You he's know? saying have some balls and get up the courage and be a man and say the word gay and don't blink at it. Is I'm sure what he's saying. And hey, so I, there's people out there that might agree with him. But I feel like I explained myself. And, like, again, I will never go back and forth with things because sometimes you explain yourself and someone on the other end goes, like I said before, I'll give him that. Maybe this guy tried to do a good thing. Right, Did you might be as in? open-minded as you're hoping other people whose minds you'd hope to change would be. Exactly. But you're right. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like I, I tweeted something. That's something. a good point. I, that's a really good point, Sarah, that I didn't want to be 
oh, come on. Right. And maybe in time, you know, no, I don't know. I could, in time, I could change my mind and go, you know what? Back then, that guy was right. But right now, I'm saying, look, I'm not faking it. That's a, it's a struggle for me. Obviously, I got over it for this part of it, and it gets easier every day. And it won't get easier every day if I didn't do what I did, you know, on Mark's show. And um, But it's hard. Like, when I see the picture of me and in the paper, I really thought it was someone being mean. That's how much that word has around it. Maybe this explains it. A big picture of me and somebody wrote on it, gay. And I was like, oh, it wasn't negative. Right. I'm gay, it said. And that was just, the, hey, it was a, an article in a paper, and that's what I did say. I'm gay. It's like, you know, it, so, but to me, I, I, I went, oh, are you serious? And then I read it, and I was like, it was all positive. It was just. Your, your feelings around the word are so histor- personally mm-hmm. historical. Right. And, and whereas other people, especially, you know, other people, especially people who are gay, associate it. So totally positively, you know. Right. Oh, sir, you're so smart. I'm saying it comedically, but I also, that's why I wanted you here. Because sometimes the words don't come out of my mouth right. When you have someone that, you know, like that, it helps you. So, but let me just get this thought out real quick. Um, so, so you know, that's why uh, that, that, I, that I had a hard time. But I think I, you know, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, I think I tried to do a good thing. And um, you want to give his comment the same credence that you hope that other people give yours. The caveat is his is ridiculous. Well, I'm glad you're saying it. I mean, like, Some other people on, on, did tweet him a little bit too, like, hey, you know, come on. You're, I think you're, you know. Hey, and maybe he, if he was here, he'd go, whoa, whoa, I wasn't discrediting everything. Well, you know, in the way he said it, it did seem a little harsh. But you know what? I'm not writing yeah, him we're off. all on the same side. Right, the guy all, right. is, uh, the right. guy's, I'm sure, swell, and he means, he just is, <laughs> He, he's not going against you. I think he's just trying to... He's, he's being... Well, he provoked uh, um, a conversation, right. and that's a positive thing. You know, I I tweeted, and this is not to bring it to me, but it's it reminds me of the same thing as the other day. I tweeted something about, like, hey, how about the Vatican maybe sell a couple pieces of art and feed the whole world? And then um, someone wrote... I noticed that someone... And I never respond to people, but someone said, um, uh, well, why don't you do something about it then? And I felt like going. I did. I just. I just put it out there. I just. I just. Right. Right. You know, no. 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 It. She it, means it, sell to, your water. To lots of people. I. I don't. I can't actually break into the Vatican cell art, but I put a notion out there that maybe other people might might um, agree with. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, and by the way, something about it. You're That's not what e- I did. You're not even saying that doesn't remind you that you, as you go through life. To not care so much about materialistic things. Who's to say, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not voiding yourself. I don't, I think I'm putting words in your mouth, but you're sitting there thinking that what your message was, was indirectly was that's not that important. And maybe if I have that concept with them, I'll go through my life. The next time I think, do I need this or I do need a bigger apartment? You know what? I don't. That's the big picture stuff. You know, right. it's like, it has nothing to do with so many people are like, oh, you're Jewish. You know, you, you're just, it's not, I'm talking just as a human being, you know, it has nothing to, I'm not Jewish. I'm nothing. I'm not yeah. a religion person. But that said, I would pick on the Jews if they lived in a, in a, in a house that was a city. And by the way, if you were in Israel with me and Sarah, we picked on the Jews plenty. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did not like that Western wall. I'm going to say something very positive right now. Um, you know, a lot of times, and I've said this before, social media, people go, oh, they can say the bad things. God knows, Sarah, I call her when I get the tweets that make me I know, upset. I said, Todd, I can make you feel so much better by just looking at 
let's say the top six tweets that come back at me <laughs> randomly. Yeah, man, she said, but and that did work. And you said, look at who tweets them a lot of times. Well, anyway, let me let me get into the positive. But I've always said, even three weeks ago, a year ago, I'm not shitting on social media, you know, because a knife. That's like saying knives suck because they can kill people. Well, they also do wonderful things and they <laughs> operate on people. That's the downside of using it negatively. Knives suck. That's a great <laughs> yeah. analogy. God, you have the, the clearest, most unarguable oh. analogies. So the people, <clears throat> and I, I do want to, I do want to soak in this for a second. People wrote the kindest. I, you know, look, I, I've said this a lot, but you know, I, I can get emotional pretty easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but people wrote the kindest things. Look, I know when I say what I'm about to say, people are going to go, of course you did. I read every single tweet, every single email, and they, they, they made me feel so nice. Uh, people that had my phone number, maybe because three years ago they were a friend of a friend's and they go, hey, can you get him into a comedy club? I didn't even know it was in my phone anymore. I said, just give him my number. They text me. We're outside. I get out and got him. People I didn't think had it in them. People I did not think had it in them to not just say good luck or good for you or whatever, but just like warm, warm comments that, uh, you know, that that's why don't underestimate when you're afraid to come out. But this also links up to don't say things that are homophobic if you're not, you know, like because a lot of times people that I was scared of would say that guy. Can you imagine the two guys fucking or, you know, and then people like that said the kindest things. I go, oh, so your heart, your mouth wasn't matching up your heart. Well, that's important to do that. So my point is the nicest, kindest texts, uh, tweets, emails, and um, this is a good world. Like there's a lot of nice people that are decent in this world. And I've never been – again, everything's good. Um, I've, I'm just, mm. oh. uh, I have, I, I was so proud. I, maybe I'm saying this wrong. You'll be able to fix it. Of my comedian friends, you know, Jesus. Um, it's all good. Cry, 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 <laughs> cry, 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 cry. Oh, geez. All right. Of, of my, God damn it. I love Sarah Silverman. Um, the, I just, you know, I don't even want to listen. Every comedian, me and you know. Just, look, comedians have a way with words, and they know how to be funny, but they also know how to be fucking really sweet. And they all did it. And uh, it was really it was really nice. And again, I know. I get it. It was like, I think they were being nice because they're like, he was scared shitless. It's not fucking complicated. For anyone that says, what's the big deal? I think the people that wrote me the nice things would go, it's not a big deal. He was scared shitless, and he knew it wasn't a big deal. And I think most comics understand paralyzing fear. Right. And, 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 and they can relate with it. And some people tried to relate with me. And this goes back to, like, you know, com- I said on the other com- uh, on Mark's show uh, that empathy is not a competition. Oh, that was so amazing. Because some people said to me, you know, I was holding in something. And somebody said, like, something about getting a DUI and they lost their license and they hid it from everybody at work and for three years. And it was embarrassing. And they go, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm comparing you being gay to something I did that was wrong. I went, I'll... It's okay. I'll take it. You're trying to relate. What the fuck am I going to do? Go, no, my pain is worse. Hmm. If someone's trying to relate, I even said it sarcastically. Yeah, if a girl said, you know, oh, I have blonde hair. Life's been hard. You want to go, well, you know what? I'll take that. Because what are they trying to do? They're Todd, trying to- I understand one time I bit the inside of my cheek and I was like, ow. 
Well, Sarah, I think that's a little... What? I think that's a little much. I don't think... No, but it was like... (laughs) I screamed. It hurt for like eight seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even exaggerate the amount of time. It hurt like all day. No, but eight is probably Mm. too much, I all right, we did. So, so yeah, thank you to everybody. Like, you can't say it enough. Like, they came in, and they were just really cool. And they were really nice. And, you know, all my fears went away. Everybody called me. Friends from Philadelphia called. Everybody. Now when I'm, like, it's just, it's just so much that I thought would be over is over. You know? And it's... I did not think it would feel as good as it did, but it really did. You know, I was nervous, but guess what? Midway through the day, I didn't play it up. People go, how you doing? I go, I'm just doing fucking fine. You know, maybe when I went to bed and woke up, I had, I'm out hangover. You know, what did I do? <laughs> but uh, I felt really good. I felt, I felt really good. And um, so the, here's, a, here's a weird thing is like, uh, and then, and then I, I think I said this, we'll talk about this. And then from now on, the rest of my shows, it's not going to be this. It's going to be like we do a two and a half hour show and maybe for 20 seconds we talk about it as it comes across us. But for now... I feel good getting this out there. And I guess in my head, if somebody's going, oh, enough already, I have to get that. I Nobody's, to... I don't think okay. anyone's saying enough okay. already. And if they are, they're not listening to your podcast. Okay. And uh, it's a part of who you are. It's okay. who we are. All right, good. Who you are comes up. Right. I know that you've, you that's been imprisoned and it's been the craziest. You've been living a life of the craziest dichotomy because there's no one more open there's no one <clears throat> who's more of an open book Except who, that. who wears his insecurity and the most embarrassing things of his life on his sleeve on stage. And it's so brilliant and just tears. <clears throat> and, and yet there's been a whole thing. Yeah. That was it's so interesting. Well, and, and it is, you know, it is, uh, it is nice to have it, you know, sort of, uh, I still deal with it a little, like we talked, but it's so much better than it was, you know? Um, I, I would get into, you know, today I went to buy, I would just get into these lies that I didn't even have to get into. Like I would be buying a shirt at a store and I go, I don't know my girlfriend. And I went to do it today, you know, and I stopped myself. I went, come on, you can do better than that. So, um, but this is a weird one here and it reminds me of Chris Rock's joke. And I don't know if this is just okay. You might go, Todd, it doesn't matter. Or in a silly way, does it feed? I don't want to be nitpicking. Because I get it, you know, it's like people are being silly. But, like, why does it bother me? It reminds me of Chris Rock's joke going, I can't eat. His basic joke is I can't eat watermelon or chicken in front of white people. Right. Because, you know, it's a stereotype and you go, that ain't. Well, I always feel like when people, and they say it affectionately, and I'll, if, if this is the worst thing that, you know, the, the thing that I have a problem with. You want to talk about your love of home design? No, oh, well, in, the, in that area, like, I feel like they go, that explains your, your lighting passion. <laughs> uh, people went, oh, no wonder he always. But the truth is, there's a lot of straight guys that I think this is a really good point here. I really do. Because I think there's even, again, intelligent people that are a little skewed on this. I think there's some intelligent people that go, well, come on, you got to admit gay people have better, you know, they have better taste than they do. I don't think so. Once in you're, Tel Aviv, they do. What does that mean? Remember when we were in that disgusting hotel in Tel Aviv and then we found that amazing place those three right. lesbians ran and but, the whole neighborhood was like beautiful and the one nice place where they didn't need a fucking new coat of paint? But there's a lot of straight people and they're the people that everyone thinks are gay and finds out they're not. 
Right. No one ever talks about that when for five years. Not someone hiding it, someone you genuinely think is gay. You're fucking positive. And then three years later, you find out they're really not. They're not hiding it. They're not because they got married. But you know, they're like, you know, the, the, you just looked at their life and you went, oh, I was wrong. But... I think what happens is a lot of people hide a lot of stuff. There's a lot of straight people that hide they have good taste because they're embarrassed. But I think once you admit you're gay, you may as well not hide that you have good taste in clothes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they already... But I know there's a lot of straight people that are embarrassed of, you know, littlest things in the world. Like, oh, don't tell them. I, I, I think... I don't think I talked about this, but, like, uh, a friend of mine, uh, his, his girlfriend said, oh, yeah, Rich is great. When we, he's really good at helping me buy clothes, like when we go out, right. and he was mortified, which I get. I can't. I know you could write that off right away, but I've I've had that experience where, so as a straight guy, he was like, he just didn't want in front of all his friends. He was twenty three at the time. Probably as, once he's forty, he won't give a shit. But so I think there's just a lot of people. I don't think I think there's a lot of straight people that have really good taste too. They're just not. You just don't know, maybe because they hide it or whatever. And and it's not even important. But why does that bother me? Like it's like. I feel like now they're like, like mm, it's, it's just stupid, isn't it? Well, shame is just a part of our culture, you know? It really is. And it's it's how people are motivated. and Or even, like, Kyle just a few minutes ago texted me and said, uh, will you TiVo American Idol for you if you want to watch it? It's not for me because I'm a 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a really good example yeah. because it's like, you're right, it's, it, 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 it manifests at different levels. But it's all the same thing. Like, how did this fucking happen? Like, wh- where did we get like this? It's so silly. So it's like, so anyway, but that's my point. And now here's where we turn the page. And I'm going to go all the way through. You said since where I'm at, I'm going to go all the way through and hit some things that I didn't feel that I hit, you know, before. And, you know, like I said before, this is the part I just feel I want to get it out. Uh, if you if you have a, If you know a parent... That is not accepting their gay kid or someone that's going through it. I'm telling you, this is the part. I hope. I hope I'm not oversetting it up. I hope this helps. But, you know, I was thinking about it today with the Phil, Phil Donahue-ing it. And, you know, Phil Donahue's theory was uh, don't argue with someone. Give them the opportunity to say what they have a problem with. If you give someone the opportunity to say what they have a problem with and there is a problem, it's very quick for them to say it. Oh, why wouldn't you want a child molester teaching your children? Because I'm afraid I'll molest my children. There's an answer. Boom. You're given the opportunity. You go in, you say it, and you leave. But if you say to people in that old Phil Donahue style, if uh, two guys get married, and I know I'm throwing in my Phil Donahue here, but it's hard not to, because as a kid, let me tell you something, Phil Donahue was a saint for me dealing with those issues. And that's probably my affection for Phil Donahue, way ahead of his time, way ahead of his time, saying just wonderful, kind things, you know. Um, And I, I picture him giving someone the mic in the audience, you know, if they get married and they live in your neighborhood, what will happen? Well, I feel that... Now, he's not arguing with them. He's giving them a platform to say what would happen. You, th- does that, could, what could be nicer and fairer than that? And they go, well, I just feel... And, and they'd had nothing. And he would go, this will affect you how? Well, in the... You know, because in the Bible, there you go. And by the way, I'm going to separate God from religion. God... I, I respect people. I don't know how I feel, but I respect people to go. I believe in God, but organized religion, I won't have a fucking part of it. To go to God is so wrong. If you have a child or a friend, especially a child, and you go to God, you're going to organize religion. I'm sorry. I want to be very crystal clear with this. And you're going to organize religion, their views. 
That is so fucking selfish and ignorant of you. Look at their track record. Would you go to a doctor that had a track record like that? Would you go to a doctor? Their track record is God is horrible for organized religion. It's horrible. They've made mistakes racially. Uh, um, with, right. with, with, it's, just, it's just a horrible track record. But you're going to go to it and make a child feel like shit when they have made so many mistakes. Well, then why don't you be follow through and go to a doctor that's made that many mistakes? I just want to help clarify what you're saying, mm-hmm. I believe. <clears throat> is that... The Bible or any kind of um, organized religion, yeah. Bible, book, template is interpretive. It's art. It's to be interpreted. And people can interpret it to support any fucked up, closed minded, fear based thing they can come up with. They can also, you could also de- defend all, you know, you could, you could. Easily interpret the Bible to 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 um to for gay marriage for you know civil rights for treating people the way you would treat yourself the way you would have you know be kind to your neighbor and love their neighbor and all those things it's it's so it's this interpretive thing that people use Liz Winstead is right she she always wanted to write a book called Jesus Would Hate You and as people who use God's name to hurt, right? To kill people and to hurt people and to kill their spirits or to physically right. kill them or hurt them. So and, I, and I was clear. I don't. I don't like ever even. And look for what this is worth. I think most people know. Like, of course, what's resonating in my head now is kill yourself. I. I didn't. I. I meant what I mean by that is, uh, you know, you go to that doctor and he would end up. You would end up dying. What you're not, saying is, it's been proven that these cl- people who have used the Bible. Mm-hmm. For racism and uh, sexism, and sexism and and every kind of ism and hate stuff um, has been proven wrong. Those people now w- would say, "Oh, of course I'm not racist," or "Of course right. I think black and white people should drink from the same water fountain," and you know all that stuff. And to not see the pattern, to to know that they're that's wrong a little now. crazy. I mean, that's like a little crazy. Like, look at their track record. I'm only ask. I'm not really asking you to do anything different. I'm asking you to do with everything else in your life you do. The mechanic, you check out their track record. You would not go to a mechanic that had a track record that organized religion has and being on the wrong side of the issue. So just do that here. I, it's, I, I, it's hard for me not to be sarcastic. To go, can you just do what you already do here too, and and stop and think about it. Because I think that's what it takes to just stop and like, look, you know, this is a, 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 another morbid thought I had. But, you know, may, uh, um, if, if you're going through it with your kid and it's hard for you, you know what? Let them lie in a coffin and look at it and be, hope you can be proud of the decision you made that you can go when he's lying in a coffin dead. Now, this is a little I'm not sorry I'm saying this lying in a coffin dead for being the way he was. I hope that you can look in there and go, I'm very sad that my son is dead, but I did what was right. You better be fucking sure you can do that. You better do some soul searching. You better pick up the phone right now. Because, you know, there gets to a point where you don't have to agree to disagree. If you have a problem with someone that's gay... Now, I don't think you help things by name-calling. So I don't mean this. I do not mean this in a name-calling way. At one point, you have to say it's an illness. 
If you were making little kids feel horrible about themselves and adults and everything. I say little kids because the older they get, the more you can deal with the, the bullshit in the world. But little kids, you know, and, you know, just picture that. I hope you, you better look and be pray to God. Because, you know, I forget about it sometimes because we live in a, a circle where, you know, we have a, you know, it's. It, things things seem pretty good, you know. Well, look, if you saw the, the all the texts, like I said, and tweets from my circle of friends, the world's fine. Yeah, but you forget. There's I I forget it. I know other people are aware of it, but I know it and I forget it. Mm. Somebody's like get thrown out of their house, the, you know, from fairly from people you would look at on the street and, and can't believe it. Like really. And are those parents evil? No, but they're not living conscious lives. They're just, you know, they're, they're, you know, like you, I'm sure if we heard their story, we would have compassion for them, but because of their, their inability to look inward, they are unable to, to not damage their child who might, you know what I mean? It's like my therapist said, if you're not reflecting, you're projecting. If you can't look inward, you're going to just hate any reflection of yourself that you see projected right right like that. i don't know if i understood it right. i get I it i think that's right <laughs> so as we sort of go in for the descent well maybe not and again these are the thoughts these are some of the things that i wanted to talk about on mark's show that i hope hit it from another angle a little more like you know uh for some reason that's probably the last thing we'll talk about um if somebody is homophobic or anti-gay and then they go out and they do things that are anti-gay. To me, that's not that weird. Understanding the somewhat comedic way I'm saying it. Well, you're anti-gay, and you do things that are anti-gay. This really, that's not, that doesn't boggle my fucking brain. Makes sense. It's sad. It's consistent. pathetic. You're consistent. And I include myself, too. That's why I did what I did. But if you're out there, and you, if you got married before I said this, it's not wrong. But once you hear this, if this got into your ears, you can't... It's hard for me not to burst with uh, anger when I say this because I feel it's so fair. You, I want to have a campaign. You cannot make people that are anti-gay or anti-anything change tomorrow. You just can't fucking do it. But what I'm about to say is feasible. It's fucking doable. At least adhere to what you believe. If you're not anti-gay... Don't go to your church that is. You can stop that tomorrow. Stop it. Have a moment. Because let me tell you something. If this is unfair, guess what? I'm going to say it. I have a podcast. If I get off this show and I go home and I realize, Todd, that wasn't fair, I can correct what I said. I will. But when will you, don't, you know, are you going to go to the funeral and go, let's say you go to church once a year. I used to do it too. I'm including myself. I'm not even religious. Once a year, I'd be somewhere. I'd go to a church. I didn't know what their beliefs were. Imagine showing up to a funeral of a kid that hangs himself and someone goes, you know, you're sort of to blame for that. You gave money. You go, oh, please. I gave, they, with, the, with the rope they hung him with, I gave a quarter towards that. You're being sick. Oh, what? You gave, a, do you understand what I'm saying? Because if you go to church, I'm, you look like you don't know what I'm saying. I, I think I'm saying that even if you go to church once a year and that's, you know, you five dollars into the basket, that's to an anti-gay cause. And you don't believe that. Don't look at somebody that is, uh, you know, the, the, the kid, the people that drove that dragged the, the um, that drove him to his death. You're more of a maniac than that. Yeah. 
That was a person that hated gays. People and did it. You're someone that doesn't. It's you have to. That's that's. It, but again, before this, no, I'm not asking you to be hard on yourself. I'm talking about after these words enter your ears. If you're going to go get married, it's like going, I'm pro-gay, but what did you do today? Um, I just drove down. I gave 50 bucks to an anti-gay cause. Then don't. You, when you get married, the, the, the license. Oh. Oh, that was, that's, oh I thought you could. No, I no, it's all right. That, couldn't oh, I'm sorry. I know. and I'm, That's why I'm glad you're here. Because yeah. it makes me. I'm saying you're not anti-gay, but you're getting married. You drove down. You got your, your, uh, your uh, what do you call it? The marriage uh, license. The marriage license. That costs right. money. That's an anti-gay organization, right? Marriage? Right. right. Is that, is well, that? I agree, obviously. I mean, if, if, if you believe that gay marriage can be legal, then why are you participating in marriage at all? So I'm just saying, look, and I'm glad you're here because I hope through all this mayhem I'm making my point that it is not crazy to say, and I'll say it again, I don't know why it feels good to keep saying it. You know what you believe? What, you want me to change? No, just have follow through. That could change tomorrow. That could change tomorrow. It goes with not saying the words that are hateful. You don't believe it, don't say it. If you believe it, I'm not, I don't care. It's all right. That, I'm not taking on this gargantua thing that, that I'm going to change people. I don't want to do everybody. If you're hateful, I don't have the ability to change you. I wish I did. I really do. But if you're not, you got to fucking stop it. And it's hard. I know you wake up tomorrow. Church is Sunday. And by the way, I want to be very clear with this. I get that there are churches, even though I'm not crazy about organized religion. I get there are churches that are that are uh, gay friendly. I do get that. And obviously that wouldn't adhere to those churches. I, but I, you got to check with your church to see what type of church or church or synagogue or whatever the organization is. I'm aware of that. And also, I think I want to make it even crystal clear. I also know there's a lot of people that believe in God that go, boo. I don't want organized religion getting involved. I get that. And I really respect that. So I want to be crystal clear. Uh, oh. well, I was just going to say, if I mean, I think it's completely analogous that if you say if you are straight and you get married, you are literally you are joining a restricted country club. You are joining a club that not everyone is inviting. There is no difference between getting married in today's climate in America where gay people can't get married than joining a country club that doesn't allow Jews or blacks. Right. There is no difference. There is no difference. So you can search for one. That. You can search for one, but you know what? Why are you spending so much energy on this? Searching for a reason to not... So, you know, look, I hope that, you know, again, I feel like I, I feel heard. I feel like I said some things. I hope that it helps some people. And, um, you know, as we go in for the, uh, you know, we go in for the uh, close here. There you go. You feel heard? Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel heard. Blake Wexler, thanks for recording this. Um, on we didn't use we didn't use the normal. Uh, obviously, through the Nerdist, Katie produces the show and you know comes out with the. We just did it with a computer and a and what do you call this microphone? A snowball. A snowball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just did it real simply today, and then we're gonna after this the uh, you know it'll roll into our normal show. So um, you know. There we go. I, of course, I'm going to get home and mind fuck myself that uh, I said something wrong, or but uh, I think that you know it's all good. And again, thank you, everybody that uh, wrote sweet things. I really appreciate it. I really, really do. 
and I'll be at Helium Comedy. <laughs> I love it. I do love it. I, and this is, you should just edit it out because you just made a good ending, but I just... It's all right. No, no, I don't care. I loved on the on Mark's podcast when you said... I'm sorry. Look how gross I am. It's so disgusting. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm when sweating said, crazy. Uh, comics who, who what you said, your heart doesn't match your brain. They go, well, it's just an easy joke. Well, write the harder joke. The right. one that it actually reflects how you feel and yeah. is still hilarious. Yeah, right. Can you do that? Can you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? You're allowed to do anything you want. Hey, I do comedy. What can you talk about? Anything you want. Uh, what are the restrictions? There's got to be some. None at all. Well, here's the interesting thing of that. That restrictions sometimes breed the best comedy. And look at you. Look at you who who were in the closet for so long and your comedy was brilliant even though you couldn't be this giant part of who you are and you started developing these hypotheticals, this whole comedy about hypotheticals and hypotheticals and it's brilliant. You're well, my I, favorite comic. You're well, you're my top two. I don't know. You. I have to be safe, but like, no, uh, I, I, I do. I do have to say that one thing I don't have to feel dirty about, even when I was pretending to be straight. Well, nothing. No, I mean, as far as like, you know, before I came out, like even when I was pretending to be straight, I didn't say homophobic things. I just thought I'll be a straight guy that says open minded things. Right. I remember having a joke in my act where I go, you know, what's gayer than gay people, people that care. Like, you know, like, come on, there's two, no one's getting hurt. Not a kitten, not a dog, no one is getting hurt. Two full-grown adults, and you love, I was graphic in the joke, you love pussy so much that you're out in the street. <laughs> come on, you don't like women that much, you'd go fuck one. You, nobody's getting hurt. You gotta say that a million times. Two full-grown adults. And you know why? Because no one is getting hurt, but it's going to, like, usually, because you could ask people from now Till the end of the day, who's getting hurt? And most of those people do go to organized religion because they you, they don't know how. Uh, hey, someone's out there right now, and I we have a, the audience is pretty intelligent, and I would imagine that listens to Mark's show. But you know, someone will get in the hands of someone that's just furious right now. They go, I can think of a religion, something that it hurts other than than going to religion. I can think of a way it affects me. All right, but you you have a you're ill, so you you don't make sense. But then there are people who who think that homosexuality is an illness. And how do you argue with that? How yeah. do you argue with well, that? Well, you're just ill. You're I'm, sick in the head to have all those feelings. I'm glad you said that because that goes back to my original point. Even though I went off on a tangent there, my goal isn't to change those people. My right. goal is to make the people look... We have to make the people that are don't seem as horrible start seeming as horrible and that that what I'm talking about is what we just talked about as far as you know Nazis who are like look I love Jews I mean some of my best friends are Jews what am I gonna do I'm I'm in the Nazi army yeah I gotta I gotta do what I gotta do yeah I mean I think they're great you know (laughs) but uh so there we go next week um after all this I go next week Rory Scoville we're gonna oh we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. And I had fun this week, too. We recorded it already, but uh, we're, it's going to roll in right now. So here's how we'll wrap it up. Um, I, I think this would be wrap up on a sort of a, a light note. Um, David Spade, uh, I was very, as you know, we talked about it so much. For some reason, whatever the reason is, I thought I was afraid to tell Dave. And what was happening is some people would ask him and he would always say no. And I started to think, oh, my God, how could he not know? But it ends up he was protecting me. And I never thought that. I only because I never asked them to protect me. Like my friends that I asked to protect me that protected me over the years, I got it because I asked them, and they were always very, very kind with doing that for me. And um, I, uh, I, um, 
What am I talking about? You're talking about David Spade. Oh, David Spade. Jesus, that's not good, mm-hmm. right? So um, he, I, I finally left a message for him, and he called me back. My message box was, was full. So the day went on, and I was, oh, my God. He finally, uh, since we're not going to come back after this, I'm going to explain what happened before we roll into it. It's long, but it's vintage David Spade, and it really, it was, it was nice. Uh, after he left this message, a friend of his, I, when I think of her, I have to do her accent. She goes, he, she hears him leave this message for me and goes, David, you got to be nice. You got to be warm. Like, you can't I leave a message like that. You got to be, you got to call him back and you got to be warm, honey. And he goes, he goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Comedians roast each other at their funerals. Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought was like, and it was a warm message. But the fact that he said that to me was his way of saying, you know, I, I'm warm too. You know, but he left the funny message and that was his way. But repeating what she said was his way of saying, do I need to be, you know, I was like, no, you, that message was great. So, um, again, I want to end on a positive note. So you got to say what his message said. Oh, we're going to play it. Oh, oh okay. Oh, you're going to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll roll you it in. You left a message for me. I'm sorry, I keep talking. <laughs> no, go, go. It's fine. But just like you said, it's like, uh, it was like, it was when he had the showbiz show. He goes, oh, we wanted to, um, we were looking for a girl with a, like, a really tight vagina to come on <laughs> the showbiz show. And then I said, hey, let's go the other way with it. Let's call Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> With that perfect timing. I always say when people hear, like, Chris Rock talk about Spade or Colin Quinn, or I've heard you mention it, I think, like, you know, the Spade that we know that, like, the different, you know, I mean, you know you know what I'm saying. There's, like, a, that side of him, like, you know, that this message shows. And, 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 and again, I said the next day, I said, when we were on the plane, I wanted to tell you. This is the day before it was going to drop. I told him, I said, I really wanted to tell you, Dave. I said, but I didn't know how. And then the plane hit turbulence, and I really started to get nauseous. Oh, I was—it was not good. And thinking of telling him and being nervous, and then, and then, um, he goes, "Oh, that's funny because I thought uh, you could have told me right after your twenty-minute rant on chafing dishes." <laughs> <laughs> chafing dishes pulls out, and I was talking about them. I was talking about them. So that's what was funny. All right, everybody. Again, I don't want to oversay it. Maybe I do. Uh, life goes on. This is this is this is like my last thing, and then we just deal with it as it comes and then across. Never talk about yeah, it never. again. Never, <laughs> never again. And and Sarah, I don't know. You know, we. Sp- I don't. I think it's good to, to 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 say the way you feel, and sometimes even in a situation like this, you know, I fucking love you to death, and you were so cool. Like when I would call you, and you had the perfect thing to say, I was going to do it, and then I chickened out. You're like, it's all part of the course. You, you're not going backwards. Going getting getting a little nervous is part of going forward. And I was like, oh, that just made me feel better, you know? And um, so I appreciate that. So there but we I go. But I did try to not call 911 when you had a heart attack. Yeah, you did. Uh. <laughs> By the way, that's when... Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> you did try. He's fine. I Chelsea. go, he's fine. I've seen him like this before. He smoked too much pot. Meanwhile, he's having a massive heart attack. <laughs> and Chelsea... I just snorted. Chelsea Freddy goes, give him a dry shirt. All right. Come on, I'm having a heart attack. Thank God <laughs> Jeff Ross is here. I know. By the way, Jeff Ross tweeted, I'm proud to be Doc Glass's boyfriend. <laughs> just a simple, funny tweet. Uh, um, we, uh, next week, I got, I got. I think next week on the show, just nah, I, I, we're, we're good. It's gonna trickle down. It's gonna. Pardo, I mean, look. Pardo left me a funny message too. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, Jimmy Pardo, obviously. Okay, um, there we go. You're great, <laughs> and you are. So there we go. We're done. Roll it in. Roll in the David Spade. Then boom, Jonah Ray and uh, and Anthony Jessel next. Bye, everybody. God, Spade. Um, 
listen, I got the news. And obviously, you're fired. And this is your fault. You brought this on. You made me do this. You cannot blame me. Do you know the ridicule I could get from this? You know how hard this is going to be on me, Todd? Do you have any idea what I'm going through? No, because you're selfish. Oh, Todd. What to do? People pointing and taunting. They can be cruel to me. But it might be good to have a gay friend. It might. I can spin this. I can get something out of it. If we have a black person, if you know anyone black, we all walk around, we get on TV together. I'm just trying to make something fucking positive out of this. I'm trying to spin it my way. Jesus. Oh. Oh. Anyway, if you need me, call Heather. I think it's best if we go through Heather. You get it. It's a public relations nightmare for me. Not since the Kardashian wedding has there been anything such a fucking curveball thrown my way. I, that one didn't hurt me that much. But this one. All right. Your voicemail was full earlier. Call me later and we'll talk if we can fix this. Whatever that means. Bye. Go ahead. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Hello, is Anthony Jesselnick on the show today? I really want to come on the, the podcast. I my favorite thing. Hello, is Anthony Entertainer's Hello. Entertainer. Hello. Todd Glass, everyone. Sir, hold on. We're playing our jingle. Todd Glass. Hi, is Anthony Jesselnick on the show? Uh, yeah, hey, Todd. Hello. Katie, are you yeah, fucking shitting me? Why do people, why can callers interrupt Todd the jingle? Hello? Is Jonah Ray there? Again. I saw him at the melting pot. Hello, oh, is Anthony Jesselneck there? When your comedian friends pitch you an idea. Is that Daniel Tosh? What's he like? What's Daniel Tosh like? What's Jonah Ray like? If you don't fucking call me back Oh my God, what's Sarah Silverman's pussy like? ever again, did you, we're done. Hello. We're done. Right, did Anthony Jesselneck fuck Sarah Silverman? That's the word out on the street. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip. This is serious business now. High atop black horse motors. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You guys, did you do this for me? Hold on, pause it. Pause it. I'm going to be honest if I don't like this fucking song. Play it. Ramble on and on about things he's passionate. I actually like it. You know, it makes me feel good. I do like it. I'm not just saying it. Listen oh, to I it. I love to hear talk glass. I love to hear his voice. I love it when he prefaces every story so we know what he's talking about. I'm not even joking around. You know it's, it like, it's a good song, right? Good. Yeah, you would like I would listen to this in my car. No, hold on, pause it for a second. No bullshit. Yeah, I would listen to it in my car like I don't know if I don't know while driving well. off a cliff. <laughs> no, I would like <laughs> Just drive. You know what would make this moment even better? <laughs> oh, imagine that. You're like, you get ready to play it from the beginning. You ready? The guy's just like, put some echo in my voice. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> ready? Okay, Jesus, just driving down the street. Do we have any car sounds or anything? Oh, we'll do it in post. No, we won't. Here we go. <laughs> God, you're right. You'll t- I'll tell you when to play it. Ready? God damn it! 
Can I get more reverb? God damn it! I can't even fucking take my life anymore! To drive right off a fucking cliff and play this song! Ah! The funny box. Ah! calling in the Keeps retaking air. <laughs> that's a bi- that's a big car to get that much reverb. That must be a huge fucking car. Steel uh, on the inside. Faded out. You know, I would uh, I would listen to that song at the gym. Well, you worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I worked out, play it from the beginning. And I don't I don't want to keep playing the song because it's so. But I think Anthony has a good point. I don't want to be rude. Like you're jogging down the street. Go ahead. Let me hear if it would work. <laughs> I like, go ahead. I love. Well, I love to hear talk glass. I love Hold on, to pause hear his it. voice. I... You think because I'm a little... <laughs> now you can fucking do bullshit like this during the show? This is a fucking professional show. Is that a guitar? <laughs> That's like the guy who's... I just picture, I don't know why, like, he's with a girl and he doesn't really know what to say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hold on, ready? It's like you just sit in the you meet a girl. I don't know. I picture you're like in in, in like in, in ninth grade maybe when this song whenever uh, and then you're when just sitting. You'd, out, be, yeah. you'd be that guy, and I go, uh, I have a song. Do you want to hear it? That's my girl voice. Oh yeah. Hold on, yeah, let me I'd, play. I'd love it. to hear that song. You don't know what to say, but you want to fuck me, so you're trying to think of something. Well, I love to hear talk glass. What is that? Uh, what is that alto he's singing? I love to hear <laughs> Do you like it? It's really good. All right, listen, it's 32. We're in 32 minutes and 29 seconds. Do you guys have anything you... Uh, how's everything? Is, is, is everything good in your life? Yeah. yeah Everything's yeah, all right yeah. with you? Everything's good, man. I just, you know, I thought that, you know, whenever I go on a regular podcast, I always answer the same questions about, like, you know, like, where do you come up with your material? Where like, do you come like up with your material? Thank you. Where do well, you I come thought, up? I thought what I do is I would come on this podcast, you know, since I'm tired of answering those questions, mm-hmm. and answer them definitively. Like, what is, like, like a final, like I'll give the final answer here. So you came up with a bit and before coming just listen. Wait, I... They would just listen to like the bit of, do, of telling you guys that? Yeah. Or, no, okay. that's what I always try to do. No, I like this. Or and let me you. tell you something. It's sort of... Are you okay over there? If I needed to take a break right now, would you be ready? We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. No, no, no. You just played the same one. You didn't have another one ready. We're going to go to so many breaks tonight. I want you to have break music. It's going to be... We're going to do it times 100 tonight. But for me to do it right, it's got to happen quick, and then we got to get right back to our guests. So let's try it again. You ready? You have a new break? Something else ready? So anyway, uh, hold on. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. What's this? It's a... Uh, is that drums? <laughs> what is this? I work so very hard all day. I don't want this one. We'll play that one later. Pause, pause. It's my fault. Was that Vincent Price? No, it was a song about grilled cheese sandwich. You can play a little more of it. <laughs> <laughs> a little more of it doesn't mean start from the beginning. It doesn't. Yeah, stop it, stop it, stop it. So... I'm you know sorry. What, actually, I'd like to hear the beginning. You, okay. uh, <laughs> you, right. Do you really like the beginning of it? Yeah, just this part. Hey, is that a is that a bass? Yeah, and then you can go back. Oh, play it. Yeah, you know back. what, Anthony's right. Yeah. I think Chris is on to something. I think we might be looping. <laughs> That's a fun song. They can play this when you walk to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen. I work so very hard all day. Uh, you know what? Here's the reason I feel bad playing this song. I'll be honest. Okay, we know that. You should feel bad. Because it's about grilled cheese sandwiches. Normally, I wouldn't pay Elmer Fudd singing anything, but somebody sent it in. I thought, what are the odds? Because I talk about grilled cheese sandwiches a lot on the show. 
So if I heard it, and then I went, that's Elmer Fudd. Like, that's, you know, what am I, uh, the uh, uh, morning show from Des Moines? Yeah, that's not you. That's not what you're about. Thank you. But then I did like the beginning of it. So here's what I said, the reason I like what you're talking about. Because then if, if you're on another radio show and they go, hey, how did you, uh, where do you get your material? You go, you know what, it's on the Todd Glass show. Yeah. But I start charging for this episode. This one right here. Yeah, because people, you're going to be all around the world. People are going to go, how'd you start comedy? You go, you know what, I sort of deal with that definitively. Is that the word you used? I don't know if it's the word I used, but it's the word I should have used. Oh, well, whatever word you used was great, and it's where I got my idea for my word. So I think you started a good did you thing. Make up that, did you make up that word? I didn't make it up, but I... my idea? What did you say? I'd love to play it back. Can we play it back? Hold on one second. Play it back. Uh, I don't That's know. a pretty accurate impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was no impression. That was just the tape that we just oh, heard. Just, yeah. okay. Oh, my God, Anthony thinks it was. He doesn't realize that's what he said. He doesn't know how digital it means. Turn his headsets off. No, true. We tell him that's what he sounds like. I think he can hear us right now. I don't think he can right now. I can't believe these guys are just talking about Oh, my God. Anthony has no inner monologue. Oh, my God. He can hear what I'm saying right now. He doesn't know that we hear that we know. We know now that he hears us, and he doesn't know we know it. I think they're thinking about me. Oh, my God, it's so self-serving. I gotta know what to say. What do we say? How do we tell him? Oh, come on. I'm sorry, I just had a brain fart. I couldn't think of what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. This is awkward. Let's just shut the fuck up. Keep smiling at each other. I'm not even joking. Listen to me, Joe. And I think he'll get comfortable, and I think his inner monologue will get to hear shit he normally thinks. Oh, I don't know if I, my self-esteem can really take what he thinks about me. No, no, I don't think he'll talk about us necessarily. I'm going to slowly reach for my gun. Seriously, think about letting you smoke pot before the show if you're not thinking. Cheers. Oh my God! Some people I thought you would have known to get a gun shot. Five seconds of sweet relief. Anthony <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know how to tell time. How do I deal? Now listen, I need it's five seconds o'clock. <laughs> do you think? Do you... <laughs> wait, wait! I just missed something. That's <laughs> all right. All right, we can snap out. We're the bailouts. Um, Actually, I... no, it's. He should have played a gunshot. He should have been getting that ready, right? I thought the th- the, the the soundtrack of the Todd no. song when you were killing yourself earlier. You can't do it. It would be like a War of the Worlds kind of situation where people would think people that really I killed think. myself yeah. and they would in turn kill their families. Oh, <laughs> just, like, comedy's dead. You put one of uh, you put one of ours in the hospital. We're gonna put two <laughs> two years in the morgue, <laughs> and then you apply that to families. So anyway, let's get the definitive answer. <laughs> I feel lost. I hate when I feel lost. <laughs> hey, what's up? Want to take a picture? Hey. <laughs> I like all the pictures to look natural. Did, uh, Anthony, did you notice that they didn't even attempt to spell your last name on that chalkboard? It's hard to spell your name. Jesselman. Jesselman, yeah. That's a good name. Anthony Jesselman. Seven letters. You have a good name when Leno says, you know, I always think like, on the show tonight, Anthony Jesselman will be here. I can yeah. picture that. So what's the, how did you get started in comedy? So then what I do is I, I oh no, you, the question is how do you get your material? The questions that you normally get asked. What are the three most common questions? Uh, when did you know you were funny? Okay, go ahead. Answer one. that. Now, if, if you, trust me, uh, we'll split the money. We'll make this available for 99 cents. When you, let's say you're in Florida. 
the guy goes, how did you get started? And, just, and then we charge. You go, well, actually, I deal with it on Todd's show. Go download it. Well, how should we, how would we split the 99 cents? I'll tell you what. I think I want to be cent. fair because I, I want to be fair. It's the way I am. I would give you like 90, I don't know, split it. Split half of it. It's, a che- it's like I'm trying to trick you. Split half of it. What does that mean? That's a, that's a terrible trick. Yeah, like I would take, it means that if I got a dollar, I would split half of it. Well, I guess you know what it means. That's why we're. <laughs> People will not stop texting me. <laughs> I try to act like I'm popular. <laughs> oh, uh, I feel like David I knew. Spade won't stop texting <laughs> me. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Judd Apatow will not stop calling me. I feel like I was. Uh, I knew I was funny. Do there you remember? You uh, do you remember the uh, the Challenger disaster? <laughs> Did you say something? Oh, that was like no, you didn't. That was with Reagan president, right? I remember. No, I remember. I remember the Challenger going up, and I turned around and looked at my family. I said, "Wouldn't it be funny?" No, you didn't. Are you swear to God? Honestly, Todd, I can't fucking believe you've believed me this long. <laughs> Plus, how old were you in 19... What was that, 83? I was 84? in like first grade, maybe? Because I remember like not being at school because it was a snow day. You know what I remember? This is sort of horrible. I remember them played Ronald Reagan. Give me some echo in my voice. I remember this, and they played through the pearly, and then they played music, and I was like, I really like that arrangement, Somebody, like that music, then it sounds real good, I want to have something like that, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, like they were, they were playing the music, and then he was speaking, and I thought, one day I'm going to have a, I said this to my mom, and I, am, I swear to God, I swear to God, I said to my mom, one day I'm going to have a podcast, <laughs> I swear to I God. You should have a lot more money Thank than you. you do right now. If and, you said uh, that. <laughs> I swear to God. I love swearing to God. I say to George Carlin on the show, if I'm really not lying, because you have to have something with the audience where they know you'll never break that for when you really need them to. But swear to God, I love to over to lie. With, I swear to God, I said that. Yeah. I said, I'm going to have a podcast. And my mom's like, I don't even know what a podcast is. I said, listen, I'm fucking. All right. So uh, <laughs> you knew you were funny then. Okay, let me get the, that's one. And then uh, how do you get your material? Uh, what I do is I go to like open mics, you know what I mean, where comics will like just try new stuff, and I just write shit down that other people say. God. And dude, what do you think of that, like Joan? Is that that's not a? I'm tuned out. Sometimes I'll go into, I'll go on Twitter and I'll I'll go to someone who has like like you know 100 followers or something, and I'll just go back through their tweets a couple months, and I'll find one, and then reword it, and I'll I'll tweet that. You know what I mean? That that's a good way to come up with material. That's a great way. Oh, are you guys serious? Yeah, yeah totally serious. What do you use Twitter for? Oh my god! Yeah, how do you come up with uh, how do you come up with my material? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even. I uh, hold on. <laughs> um, oh my god! Hold on. Let me take a breath. Oh my god! Anthony Jeselnik steals all his material, and Jonah thinks it's okay. He's like a fucking idiot, and I respected him. Where's Todd's material book? I know it's here somewhere. If I could just get my hands on that material book. I know this seems crazy. I know it's not very I swear thick. to God, I think he's like looking for my material book. And I know I'm not out of my fucking mind. But I see him like when he walked in looking. Oh, where's Todd write his ideas down? Yeah. Oh my God, that's because that's how he does it. He steals tweets and then he meets people and steals their material books. If I could find where I put the pencil, I bet the book is right nearby it. <laughs> that, that Challenger explosion was pretty funny. He was right. <laughs> And that challenger joke, what? How could he fucking, even to joke about that is sick. I think he just likes to hurt people. God, I'm still cracking myself up over that challenger joke. <laughs> oh my God, no wonder his parents thought he was retarded. I could never tell him I spoke to them yesterday. 
And I didn't use that word in the way I don't like to use it. I really, his parents thought he was retarded. I think that's still not the right way to use it. I wonder who's been calling up my parents, breathing heavily, and then hanging up. <laughs> Welcome back to Three Jim Gaffigans. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jonah and Anthony, Je- Jonah Ray and Anthony Jessenick. We'll be right back. Hello. You know, Anthony Kindler wrote this song. Really? Mm-hmm. This is a Spanish version. You know, uh, Shut Up Your Face? Shut Up Your Face. He wrote it. What? Really? It's true. That's what he told me. You swear to God? So? Yeah. I have a question for you guys. You can fade that out. Um, do you feel like this show's... How do you feel it's going? Like compared to what? Like, <laughs> like, a, like a train wreck? Well, like, uh, you think, uh, you think it's, this is what I do. What do you think of it? I would say, like, one being, like, the worst podcast. You know what I mean? Like, some kid is putting a mic in your face. And, no, ten, be nice and now. ten being, like, the Challenger disaster. <laughs> I would put this at... This is... If I left here tonight, you know what I mean? Like, right like, now, oh, if God forbid I passed out. Okay, God forbid, and we leave here, I'd be like... How, how, hey, did you do the Todd Glass show tonight? Like, oh, this is happening later? Yeah, this like, happens hey, later. People see the both of you out. Where do you go after this? You two hang out all the time? What uh, do you do? Ask, ask me again. Ask me again. Hey, uh, did you two saw... Uh, you did the Todd Glass show tonight? Tried to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. And then they go, oh, why? It's hard to do. Like, oh, God, that guy's fucking unbelievable. I'm gonna play get the, a word in. I'm going to play the guy who's talking to you. It'll be me. Maybe I should put a disguise. Maybe I'll be calling you. Okay. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? It's uh... you, well, Give me a friend of yours' names. I really want this bit to seem real. Uh, oh, wa- I hope he says my name. Joaquin. Oh. You, you guys can be together on the speaker. Hey, Anthony, it's, it's uh, Joaquin. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Joaquin? I got Joan on speaker, man. What's going on? Hey, man. Hey, did you do the... Uh, I'm doing the Todd Glass show tomorrow. Is it... I'm a little... Oh, you, can you get out of it? No, he's going through a tough time. He's going through a tough time. You should do it for him. Shut the fuck up. I would say... I would say the only... You know, you, hold on, hold on. Why? Why do you say that? I don't, I'm not going to break character anymore. And I'm not <laughs> stopping bits and saying, what did I mean by that? Because some fan was very nice about that. Just if you, you know what you meant, commit to it. See, buddy, I didn't throw you under the bus, okay? Um, yeah, um, wh- what do you mean? Wh- why get out of it? Was it hard to do? I mean, it wasn't hard to do in the same way that, like, taking a shit while you're lying in bed isn't hard to do. But do you want to do it? Oh, my God, I know what you mean. It's like it's easy to do, but then you're laying in shit. Exactly. Yeah. You were waking up and shit. No, Todd's funny, though. I mean, like, you guys think yeah. he's funny. I guess, yeah. By the way, you know, I try to steer the other direction. <laughs> Even in a bit, I try to, I want you guys to say, oh, of course we love yeah. Todd. It's just yeah. that part. Yeah. But don't yeah. ever, don't ever take yeah. the uh, thing. Maybe he's, I mean, I, I think he was shooken up a little from what he went through this week. Do you think it has anything to do with that? No. No, I mean, no. this has been a problem for a while. Oh, you mean other, because I hear Rory Scovel on the show, and it seems like those two really fucking, maybe it's... Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's something wrong with Rory that he's got to deal with Yeah, from the uh, inside out. How do I get out of it? Like, tell me, like, what, what happens? Like, are you guys in a hurry? Because I feel bad. I'm just sitting here. No, no, no. We're, no, just, no. we're just trying to get over. Yeah. Uh, we were just on Todd's podcast, so we're trying to get I over can't, it. I can't oh. believe how much we're drinking. Where does he do the show? Someone said it's like in an in a automotive garage? It's in it's the like, least convenient place. That's yeah. like just the tip of the iceberg there. Was it, like, was oh, it, but it was like Todd's funny, so there's probably something there. It's just he's got to get. It's like he's getting his. Let's say like he could be funny in the same way that like a baby could win the Tour de France. You know what I mean? It's not fucking likely, but, but it'll, it's like but it'll possible. make the news. Yeah, you got a few years to it's just not, kind of ignore the problem. It, it's not good like his stand up. He does stand up. <laughs> 
that guy really. Well, I don't. In all fairness, that guy yeah. shouldn't have been going on the show. Wait, wait a he minute. doesn't even know that I do. Oh, he wasn't even mean. He was yeah. like, oh, he does stand up. Like, I was just, I was just doing a favor for Spade. <laughs> yeah, Spade's been calling everybody. Listen, you gotta go down. Hey, you gotta go down there and do that. All right, that's not a good impersonation. Here's what I'd like to do. If you were thinking about, can you get the degree song ready? I don't know why. Like this song, and and hey, if I'm wrong, say eh, it's all right. Yeah. They're trying to get people. I like your glasses, Jonah. Thank you. How long have you had those? Uh, since earlier this year, like around uh, February. See, you carry them well, but I'm going to tell you, and I'm not going to say who it is. There's somebody that we see in the scene, and they're wearing glasses. I want to tell Oh, them. who is it? Nope. I want to say don't oh, wear them. But what's their name? Oh, what if I was that bad? <laughs> let's, let's make up a name right now. Give me, give me a fake name. It's somebody your job would, to make up the uh, name. No, come on. It's hard. <laughs> no, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. What is this? I like it. My name is Anthony Chesonega. I do comedy. <laughs> my name is Anthony Chesonega. I do comedy. You don't mind I'm playing some of your CD, want, do you? I'm trying to tape this so I can. I want to go on stage to that. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Great would, entrance music. My name is Anthony Chesonega. I'm walking through the crowd. It's the Please first five minutes chair. of your set. Just. Please move your chair out of the aisle. I'm Anthony Chesonega. I'm walking through the crowd. Please move your chair out of the aisle. I'm walking through the crowd. I'm Anthony Chesonega. I'm better than you. Good. I'm Anthony Chesonick. I'm better than you. Please get out of my way. I'm walking to the stage. I'm Anthony Chesonick. This is my ringtone. Would you make this your ringtone? I would. Hey, everybody. I'm Anthony Chesonick. I'm picking up my phone. Maybe you saw me on one of the roads and you're like, oh my God, I recognize him. I'm Anthony Chesonick and my phone is ringing. I'm Anthony Chesonick. This is my fucking ringtone. Have you, have you heard that before? No. That's, no. that's actually Jonah's ringtone. That's that your is, ringtone? That's, yeah, you pull your phone out. I don't even believe you. Put it to the fucking mic. You don't mic. believe me? Yep. Well, I don't believe that. What are the odds? That I would, would come be... here and just... Well, why would I come in here and lie? Well, you seem like a nice guy. Of course I do. You know why? Why? Because I'm a nice guy. You are I a nice guy. I never lie to anyone. Well, put that to the speaker. Anthony was lying. Play it. I'm Anthony Chesonick. I'm walking through the crowd. I'm walking See? through the crowd. I told you. Oh, my God. I Nothing will make you answer the phone quicker than this. Please move out of the way. I'm better than you. You might have seen me on one of the Comedy Central roads. I'm Anthony Chesonick. Get the fuck out of my way. Look at me. I've got really good hair. I'm better than you in every way. Not at all funny, but I've got really good hair. I'm comedy didn't work out for me. I could be a hair model. Don't fuck yourself. Move out of the way. I'm looking for the stairs to the stage. Ironically, not the ringtone that happens when he calls me. What is the ringtone? It's a, it's the same thing, only you lose the hand model line. You know, it's like yeah. it's brief. It's just oh, slight, it's slightly different. Play it again. Right. I'm Anthony Chesonick. <laughs> you know what's so funny? <laughs> Would you need me to fake <laughs> put it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joan is holding up his phone to the microphone. The fucking podcast. And then we're made pretending we're playing the yeah. actual thing. But when he put it back in his pocket, I stopped the bit. I went, all right, I guess we're not going <laughs> to do it. Right, we're we having a good time. It. So I give, this is a degree. It's it's they're trying to lure people that want to better their lives. It sounds like they're. It just it just does not sound like when you think of a college and trying to get people and you want to make it sound uh, what's the word historic or like at Penn State University we're a you know we're prestigious. here to, prestigious. Thank you, thank you very much. Sometimes the word I need is not that hard, which is embarrassing. Prestigious sometimes. is tricky. You know when you're when you it's like jewelry. Oh, that's a hard one for me to say. Jewelry. Jewelry. Do you have any? I know we're going a little out here. Oh, I have a new thing I promised the audience. 
Where did they get their material? Did they get their material from them? Hold on. I, I, my, I feel the people that listen to the show, they don't mind if I go off topic. If they know I'm coming back. So right now we were doing. Don't mind or don't listen. We were doing the school. This, the, uh, what are we talking about? The, uh, the school commercial. And then we went off to something else. So I want to write school thing that way. Now I forget what we interrupted this with. What's this? So I guess I can go right to this. <laughs> Does that mean you understand what just happened? We were talking about the commercial I'm about to roll in. But then I feel we got sidetracked. And I was like, okay, as long as I remember to come back to this. But when I took time to write this down, I forgot what we were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I do. You totally do. I do. I, now I do. I didn't before you explained that yeah. last bit. Does anybody remember what we were talking about? Prestigious. Oh, words. Thank you. God damn it. Are there words that you have trouble saying like that? Because I've talked about it in my act a little bit, but do you have any words you can't say or no? In, in my act? No, just all, like I had a hard time saying syphilities or, oh. or, uh, or domesticated. Domesticated. Oh, yeah. Are there any like that? I've got some. It depends on the sound. You know what I mean? Especially because if I've had a couple drinks on stage, I don't want to slur a word. So if it's a, it's a slur easy word, I'll, I'll leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't think of anything specific that uh, I can't. I'm going to ask you both this because it just has to do with something you just said. Then we play this goddamn school jingle. Interstitial. How, hey, what? Interstitial. That's, the word, that's the word I have trouble with on stage. Interstitial? Yeah. And you can say it now in a time of calm. Yeah. But like, uh, I, I end up for some reason saying interstitial. Interstitial. Yeah. You know, when I was on when I was on the roast, I wanted to say Saturday. Here we go. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I could not say Saturday Night Live. I would say it like I'm saying it like Saturday Night Live. I could not say Saturday Night Live. So when I'm doing it, when I watch it, I like I, it feels like ten minutes where I'm just like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I was terrified of fucking it up. You, you mentioned if you had a few drinks, what happened? I moved away from the mic. And by the way, later I'm going to say everybody in the room. We got a great group here tonight. It's a lot of fun. Cameron's here, and uh, and uh, and uh, 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 shit. Come on, where are those name tags where I can see them? I know Wit, but you're a new guy. You're friends with Mike, Mikey, the guy who's taking pictures. Kyle. Kyle, that's all right. And then Sensitive is over there. He just, you know, when he's here, I feel great. And Chris is always doing a great job. God, this looks like a fucking green room at an insane clown, clown posse concert. It's like, the, it's like the... <laughs> those concerts don't have green rooms. <laughs> Okay, they so they, I, they geared. Here's just my question. Fenced off mud area. Here's my question, just so I stay on track. How many drinks can you have? It might be a stupid question. Like, there's an amount I can still do a good show. I can have this amount. Well, I'll tell you, mine's five. I can still go up there and do a fucking great job. But after five, oh, sometimes later it gets scary. I would say it takes me like sometimes it takes me seven or eight drinks to watch you perform. No, 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 no. You misunderstood. <laughs> You misunderstood me. I don't even get offended. No, 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 no. It might be a little. It depends if I've had dinner. You know what I mean. If you had dinner, like one show, like like a good dinner, like a like a solid, substantial. You know what kind? Like pasta, like a a pasta or steak and potatoes. Hey, can you do me a favor? I think I like doing bits like these, and trust me, they're funny for the listeners. Be the two guys that go off. This has nothing to fucking do with what we're talking about. How long can the two of you talk about dinner? And and you and and you could do that a running thing the rest of the show, and it'll be fun. Ready? Okay, so. Uh, so, uh, so how many drinks can you have? And if you had a dinner, you know, and it's all, you know where I want to go, but you too. Gets, you, I want you to go as long as you can. Not as long as you think is it still funny. As long as you can fucking do it. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so anyway. Uh, hey, do you want to squeeze any more fun out of this before we do it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you, you know what? That's buy? the way. But you know what? You, now you're turning into another discussion because that we've talked about on the show. Some people say that I have an ability to, to the crystal... The more crystal clear you paint it, some people enjoy it. Now, there's people – I've said this every week. There's some people going, all right. Other people going, 
I'm all right with it. It's sort of so I'm not going to back down. I think it might have been a good thing. You look, you make me scared when you keep staring at me. I'm, I, I act brave until someone stares me down. Then I turn into a little bit of a pussy, you know. Because Anthony was just staring at me while I was talking. I'm like, I was thinking about fucking you up. Oh no, no, you don't no. want to do that. Not in the headspace I'm in now. So anyway, but uh, here we go. So, uh, so now you guys, uh, how many drinks can you have? Like when you had a dinner? I, mean, I, I think you just like, ruined the entirety of the naturalistic way it came up before. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm going to fight you on it. You really? You're, yeah. Because he, we've talked about this on the show a million times. He's the one that brought up dinner. It doesn't matter. The bit was that you two were going to go, a meatball sandwich. I don't know if it's a meatball sandwich. Maybe it's a roast beef sandwich. But you know what? Oh, wait, I like veal parmesan. Like, well, Todd, you know, I went to my sister's house. I was going to get into that, but I was hoping it was going to start the same Todd, way. let's do an example just for him. You want to do it for yeah, him? Yeah, let's do an example <laughs> yeah. just for Jonah. Okay, All here right. we go. Right. So ask me the question. Um, and by the way, if, I, if, if you're right, then it's not going to work now. But watch. It will. People, no, it'll work. It'll, you'll make it work. Of course. Well, why couldn't you make it work? Because I just wanted it to go back the way it was. All right. <laughs> See what happens when you're honest. Yeah. When you're honest, no one's going to give you shit. Because instead of getting ready to attack you, you made me melt. <laughs> and I felt bad. Because you just went, I just wanted it back the way it was. Now back. I just want to give it to him back the way it was. Can we do, or can we do it first? Yeah, you guys can do okay. it. Ask me the question. You'll be me. Uh, don't so, imitate. Do you promise you're not going to do my voice and make me sound bad? Like, just do the way I sound. Don't, you know, don't do it. All right. Okay. When you guys drink, I mean, what, what if I asked you if you drank? <laughs> uh, how many drinks could you have uh, if you had dinner and still do a show? With a, oh, with a dinner? Yeah, I guess it depends on the kind of dinner you had. Yeah, because if I eat a big dinner before the show, sometimes if I have like a big steak, which I don't really normally have at clubs because sometimes they're a little like they say steak and it sounds good, but they're a little fatty. So I tend to yeah. go with a sandwich and the bread bloats me up a little. That'll, I can drink a lot. Meatloaf sandwich is good or just meatloaf if you want. But I like to get the sandwich because then I don't feel weird when I just pick up the meatloaf in my hands. It, it is a weird way because you get to eat. It's like you're picking up a steak and eating it. The bread's there, but you're basically eating meatloaf with your hands. You're eating a taco you can lie down and trust. You know and, what I mean? <laughs> You can like leave it there. You know what's funny is that sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and people make fun of me because we've talked about this on the show before. And I order meatloaf at a really fancy restaurant. My friends like you're getting meatloaf at, a, at this restaurant. I'm like, you know, what? I just want to see their sometimes their version of a simple thing. It's like getting mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'll bring my version of mac and cheese. You know what I mean? To eat at the restaurant, and I'll be like, can you put this in a bowl and bring it over to that table over there? You know what's funny? Is I like to share. Wait, you do, wait, say what you do again? I, sh- I bring my mac and cheese to restaurants, and I have them bowl it, is what we call it in the industry. Uh, it's like a corkage thing, only instead of wine, it's bowls of mac and cheese. And then I have it put into bowls, and I have it sent out to other tables around the restaurant. Nobody, even, so like three drinks? Like three drinks? Three or four. Three you know, but four. again, it depends on the dinner. You know what I mean? Let's say I'm looking for a meatloaf sandwich. <laughs> you try to go back. You try to and bring I can't. Back. I'm like, hey, where can I get a meatloaf sandwich right here? And they go, oh, a meatloaf? And I say, no, meatloaf sandwich. And they say, oh, well, there's a place. There's a Subway sandwich. And if you go there, that guy knows where you can get a good meatloaf sandwich. So when you go there and you get, like, you have that. Then hold like, on one second. Like, like, hold like on, two Jonah. or three? Hold on. You know what, Subway? You know why I won't go to restaurants? Subway? I don't go to Subway anymore. And you know why? And why? It's probably a stupid why? reason. Why? <laughs> because I don't like that they didn't figure out to toast the bread before Quiznos did. Yeah, the like, second, yeah. Once Quiznos did it, they're like, we should do it too. You, you know what they should when they ask you like, do you want your bread toasted? They would. They should say, would you like us to toast your bread too? 
Thank you. Yeah. It's acknowledging at least, yeah, they started toasting it. Hey, would you like us to do what they started doing at Quiznos? You want us to give you a Quiznos on this one? Yeah, yeah. you want it, you want it Quiznode? Just yeah. because that's not, it's like, it's like the person on The Price is Right that goes like 101, I feel like. Oh, and maybe that's not a great example, but it, it, it just seems like you're trying to tag on to somebody else's good idea. And it's I'm like not the talking person... beers. I'm talking like, you know, like a hard liquor and then maybe a couple beers. Like how many oh. of those? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's different. Then I, w- I don't know if I'd eat a I, would, I might get a pizza. I might get a pizza. Oh, you know what, though? Domino's, do you think that new thing they're doing? The pizza Hut tracker? The pizza what? tracker, when you order it and you can look online and yes. watch it? it? That's a good idea, isn't that's it? That's a great idea. I've ordered pizzas just to watch that thing, and when they get there, I, uh, I don't accept it. But what do you think about, wait, what do you do? I just stay behind my door, and I say no. But uh, <laughs> how do you do that? What do you mean? Uh, how, what, if, if, but they delivered it, so you can't say no. They're out there. Pizza. And I say, uh, what are you going to do? And what do they say? <laughs> they say, uh, why would you order pizza and then do this to me again? And I say, uh, I say, uh, can I, I can I be new, the guy on the I'm speaker ten- at your yeah. house? Like, and I'm at the front door. I ring the bell. Okay, so I ring the bell. Uh, I got that uh, ding dong. Uh, yeah. Hello? Uh, yeah. You're downstairs with the pizza? Uh, excuse me? You're downstairs. You ordered a pizza. This is Papa John's. Oh, uh, for Pizza Hut. Uh, I used uh, to work for Papa John's. I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't want the pizza that I ordered. Is this Anthony Cheselnik? I think. I yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, you dude, a fan? I'm not even joking around. I know these compliments probably don't mean anything to you. They don't, honestly. <laughs> not at this point, but they did at one point. So it kind of brings me back to. Like, uh, it's almost like a childhood feeling. I love you on the roast. <laughs> Thank you. I love you on the roast. You're so good. But yeah, I have a pizza for you. And you know the saddest part right now, which I will open and admit to the audience. I have an effect for my voice, but I'm also holding my nose, <laughs> I don't, and I don't need to do that. I, I just thought that's what the pizza man was doing. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, he was doing it. Okay, so... Because my the gate, the, the, the speaker thing, it mm-hmm. smells bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, why would you order... <laughs> oh, that's a... <laughs> so glad I didn't... Sometimes somebody says something in here, and, you, and it flips by you, and then when you catch yeah. it, it's good. Personally, so the, I think I could do about four beers before going on stage. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, hold on, hold on. So I'm at the speaker, and it smells bad, so I'm holding my nose to, uh, to uh, okay, so I feel like I can get back into that. Hello, yeah, you ordered a pizza from Papa John's? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't want it now. You're your gonna... fucking speaker. Did someone smear shit on it down yeah. here? Yeah, I did right before I ordered the pizza. Uh, dude, why would you do that? Because, uh... You know, you got a dog. I can't just leave it there. Excuse me? I can't just leave dog dude there in my yard. I got to put it somewhere. You know how much plastic bags cost? More than a goddamn pizza. I'll tell you that. All right. You know, sometimes you just want to stay in a bit, but like, why would the guy be that? Well, I can't just leave my dog shit anywhere in the yard. So you have to smear it on the microphone? <laughs> anyway, we're in many layers right now. But anyway, what I was basically saying is, yeah, I will... It's funny because I'll go to comedy clubs and I say I don't want to eat before a show, but then I'll go into the kitchen where they make the French fries and I'll keep scooping them up and then tea, I'll equivalent to a you know probably two large orders of fries. Yeah. All right, so we did that pretty long, right? I think so. I don't know. I'm kind of glad at this point that I was opted out. You of- say that until you listen to it at home, and I'll miss I'm it. I'm telling you, there's a different experience with the listener and the headsets. They they were there. That went on. Who would do that? You're trying to ask a question. They fucking start talking about the shit for an hour and a half. Listen, this is good stuff. Now we're going to play the college thing, see, which was in my hand. So if you were thinking about going back to school, you know, you think they'd make this sound, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, pressed, 
prestigious. Can never say words. Prestigious. Yeah, we go start all over yeah. again. Uh, <laughs> prestigious. Are there words? Jewelry. Are there words you can't say? Yeah. Yeah. Jewelry. What are other words you? Because certain like words sounds. I can't say. There's like sounds, you know. But I don't want to. If I'm drinking too much, I don't want to slur a word, so I won't say. Like, I won't say certain like an like an SC kind of sound in a word. I'll try to stay away from that if I can. Now let me ask you a question. Like, yeah, like interstitial. That's one I had a problem with. You have a problem with interstitial. interstitial. I say interstitial. But you can say it now, but you can't say it. Also, I yeah. say Pischetti. <laughs> I don't remember you saying that. Well, you know, one time when, uh, when I was doing the uh, Comedy Central roast, uh, I had to say uh, I'd say Mad TV, and uh, I just I remember like I, I, it sounded like I, it took forever to say it, but it was like uh, like you know, but like I say it right now like Mad TV. But like other, I was like, Mad TV's not funny. <laughs> and and uh, how many drinks can you have? Like how many drinks can you have? Like before, I, I know for me, I can have five drinks. I feel like I can no. have five drinks. I don't know. But before I, after I have five, mm, it starts a little rocky. I think it depends on if I eat or not. <laughs> well, what do you? What would you eat though? Ah, uh, you know, you guys. Can I interrupt eat? you? Can we do the bit like where I'm basically setting you up? Like I'm going to say, ask you the question, how much would you eat? And you two go off on like a conversation way too long wherever anyone would ever do it. Yeah, okay. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Will you do it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like am I – okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's go. Okay. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? How much can you drink like before you – like before you really get – you know, too, it's too much for you on stage? I think it's probably like four maybe. It depends on whether I've eaten or not. Well, what would you have eaten? Uh, pizza's always good You know A yeah. lot of carbs Spaghetti Yeah to, like, Just to fill up your stomach And soak up the booze Yeah exactly yeah. Or like some uh, Anything with a lot of bread in it like, Yeah for uh, me you know, Usually I always fill up on the bread Like even if I get bread sticks I always fill up on the bread You fill up on the bread Before you get the bread sticks Yeah yeah Like it's like you know When you go to uh, an olive garden And you have the bread That's already there And then the bread sticks Olive comes. garden You mean like a You mean like a, a Kitchen Cacciatore yeah, it's like a it's a more family place. It's more of like a family restaurant. Can I say oh, something about the Olive Garden, or am I interrupting the bit? You're kind of interrupting the bit. Okay, go back. When you say Olive Garden, you mean like an Italian version of Fridays? Yeah, okay. I mean like a, an Italian version of P.F. Chang's. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so like yeah. an Americanized version of uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, but kind of... Kind of like so. A, what, how many drinks? I'm just sorry. A how chinkified. Many drinks, how many drinks? Like, does it, so, how many drinks will you take? Like eating. Let's say eating. Like, well, so while I mean, I'm but, eating. No, if you've eaten, just I'm, the question I'm just trying I've to. Already, get, I've, I've already eaten. You've already you've and eaten. Now I'm done eating. You've but eaten. What, okay, did you I both, did you, I eat a salad? Did I eat two salads? What did he? What if he had like an endless salad bowl, like I was talking about before with Olive Garden? Well, you guys aren't letting me ask because lettuce doesn't soak up the alcohol, but a spinach leaf won't soak up the alcohol either. But like a yeah. uh, like the blood though, like Let a me, uh, if you guys a had... mescaline kind of mixture, yeah, not going to soak up the alcohol either. Okay, if yeah, you guys, exactly. but back to those breadsticks, you got you can't. That's how they get you. They you fill up on those breadsticks. That's how they get you. Yeah. Okay, how many drinks if you guys both had three baskets of breadsticks and a steak? Okay, three ba- three. Is that from sticks. is that from Laurie's or is that? Oh, how from, could it fucking matter? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a jerk, but how are you fucking shitting me? I'm basically. Yeah, I want where to do you get your steak? So, it's like, is there a steak from Sizzler or is it a steak from Laurie's? No, I don't go to fucking Sizzler. Oh, to you're too high steak. and mighty for Sizzler. No, I just don't go there. I don't. Yeah, I'm some not, of us can't afford I've any other. I've seen steaks. you get thrown out of a Sizzler. That's why I don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take a break. You're listening to Todd Glass. That's what fucking comedy is. That's right, folks. Right in your fucking face, we punch it in. We take comedy and we smash it into your fucking face. We'll be right back. Zap, zap, zoom, 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 z
Last week, didn't we, eh, Chris? Oh, we did. It's all right. What can we do for Be Right Backs? We have the, uh, eh, we'll do, no, it's all right. We'll do the Prince one the rest of the show, every time we do Prince. Do we have any audibles? What do you have from Audible? And now a word from David Spade for Audible.com. That's nice. What do you think of Audible.com? They're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he sponsors them. Yeah. Are you friends with David Spade? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, my God, yeah. We should isolate that yeah and do calls with him. <laughs> Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, Dave, are you having a good time tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's totally cool. I talk to him. He's, like, really fun. That's what I do with my nephews and stuff. Ask me. Like, you know when they, they'll ask me someone who I really do know well? Like, you know, for 20 years. But you sort of do. You feel like you don't want to, like, you know, they're like, do you know? You're like... Yeah, I mean, we're good friends. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, if you want to ask any questions. I just got to make sure none of my comedian friends, God forbid I'd be holding court at Thanksgiving at my house. And yeah. you, can you imagine if you fucking like, you're out behind the, like, you know, you're hiding behind the wall and I'm, you hear me going, well, the thing with Evening at the Improv, it's one of the earlier shows <laughs> I did. You're like, and then you come out, you're like, Todd, I was in the area. I told your mom and I said, oh, and I'm like, oh, I was joking about that. Like, I was doing it ironically. I'm not like, really. I like, how long would you let me explain why I was behind the wall on Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, <laughs> for this. I thought I was walking uh, by. Uh, oh. Yeah, and my I, parents live so far out in the suburbs, yeah. there'd be no way you would just be walking yeah, by. Yeah, that's the only part that makes that story weird. Oh, yeah. They live in the suburbs. <laughs> well, they lived in the city, and, the cl- and he was working Helium Comedy Club, which, by the way, Helium Comedy Club, I'll tell you what, if you've never experienced a great comedy club, sometimes, hey, I've lived in Philadelphia for a long time, but it's been a while since I went to a comedy club. This is a legitimate comedy club. It's Helium Comedy Club, and I'll tell you what, when you walk in there, it's the real deal, and when? that's why it's respected by most comedians. There's one there. There's one in Portland. I'll be at the Helium Comedy Club in March. I'll be there March 21st through the 24th. Helium Comedy Club, you're you're going to go for the laughter. You're going to eat their food, and you go, you know what? It's pretty good, and then you're going to have a great time, and uh, that's Helium Comedy Club, and we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening. Okay, no, we're not going to take a break. <laughs> Fucking shit. That's right. <laughs> it's my new way. What if I heard there's younger listeners, so I thought I'd attract myself to them? That's right. Fucking Prince. Play it, you fucking asshole. Fuck. Yeah, you know the younger generation yeah, and like, their obsession <laughs> with Prince. I don't even know I'm playing some. All right, so play the... Uh, by the way, you know I know that. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, yeah I need yeah. to know you knew I knew that. I uh, knew that you know. Still got a laugh, though. It did. Yeah. Oh, God. We'll take a break, though. We'll be right back. Play that college thing. You know, I always think, hold on. I, I like the, the the Prince one, though. I like the Prince one, though, for, a, uh, for a, a, like, you know, NPR News, where they just, like, separate a bad news story and a really good news story. With oh, that that's hard. Try yeah. to do that. How good could you be? Like, I want you to try, like... You're really trying, not mocking. Can you? Would you? Well, I know you might want to, but try just for the hell of it. Like you've got to do that. You got to someone bad, bad story, and then you got to do it a good story. Yeah. They got to take a beat. How good? And it's, it takes. It's, there's an art to doing. It. Some guys pull it off. You go. That's why they make the money because they yeah. even that little thing they know how to do it. Can you? Do you want to try it? Like you know, death to. There's the, the parade is back in town. Something like that. No. Uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton was killed this morning by six alligators. Uh, as she walked across her lawn to pick up the mail and save a baby. Uh, in other news, uh, Kitten Festival. <laughs> 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 
I think it's I think it's more like this, like uh, you know. Uh, Where, where's uh, I love the idea of a kitten festival. Kitten festival. Yeah. The, now, what does happen at the kitten festival? I like, think the sound has like, to happen between the uh, the stories. It's like yeah. a uh, no, no, yeah. no. No, you don't think no, so? Because that takes. The, you want to bring them in with the bad. And then send them out with the good. That's, That's just what common I thought. Sense. You think so? Like you're I telling think, a I think it's more like it's like you right. know. Uh, and as the body count rises in Haiti, the earthquakes, aftershocks, still seem to wreak havoc across the island nation. Kiss. The circus is back in town, <laughs> and we're, oh, <laughs> we're giving new- away tickets. <laughs> <laughs> It's a news station that thinks that's going to be the way. That's the way. How are we going to get out of this? Just play that Prince thing. A sad sight on the New Jersey Parkway today when a school bus was hit by a semi-truck. Fourteen children were killed. If you'd like to adopt a puppy, (laughs) Michelle will be here. No, that wasn't too good. I think yours was better. I want to do one more. I want to do one more. Okay. Is this the right thing to play? Yeah. Okay. It's it's incredibly appropriate. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say a Boy Scout troop today was hijacked by Al Qaeda. Seventeen of them were decapitated. Kiss. Make that eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make that eighteen. Sorry, this just in. This is just more news during this oh, thing. That's so much fun. I want to do it. <laughs> Maybe if you put a little reverb in my mic. I don't know why. I love reverb. A Boy Scout troop today. <laughs> Wait, I don't know where I'm giving this speech. Like, you're, giving it in, you're, you're, you're obviously giving it in fucking Yankee Stadium. <laughs> oh, this, oh, that wouldn't be a good if a news station played piano music behind their sad stories. Today, a mother was killed. Well, no. Okay, let's go back. Today, a Boy Scout troop was decapitated. Wait, what did you say again? I'll just play yours again and post. <laughs> Kidnapped by Al-Qaeda and then decapitated. Yes. Today, a Boy Scout, today, a Boy Scout troop was... By the way, that's how... When I, you can take the echo out of my voice. When, when I'm doing something and somebody gives me direction, I have to cut them off at the end or I won't remember what they said. <laughs> and that happens like if I'm doing a small part, in like, which would be very small in a, in a, a pilot or a sitcom, and the director might go, hey, just say blah, blah, blah. And he's, I go, I got to say it as soon as you're done. Because if I wait one second, I'm going to fucking forget everything yeah, he yeah. said. And a lot of times when they give me direction, and this is not good. I'm not proud of this. I always say, I'll do it again, but it's probably going to be exactly like it was last time uh, so do you want me to do it again the same way i don't want to waste your time <laughs> so <laughs> one time i did so bad on something and they were so nice which i found most of the time they were uh, commercial auditions i said 50 50 sometimes you get a fuck 50 percent of the time nice legitimate auditions i thought most of the time pretty cool you walk into a room they know it's uncomfortable i had i'm just shitting in my pants because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing it's amazing when i was prepared once i how calm i was uh, <laughs> Let's keep your hand but, um, So I said that with that direction you gave me Because you were trying to feed me the line And yeah. as you were trailing off All right, Let's move on yeah. This time I'm going to do it In my hand, ladies and gentlemen Says the college Might not be worth it at this point But this just doesn't seem a way to lure people That really want education And a higher education This song, I don't know All right. well, Maybe something will happen with it Maybe it won't Play it Hold 
hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop it. Stop it. Play it again. Let uh, Jonah play the drums with it. And we'll pump it through the room. I want to see if he's bullshitting me or not. He's over there. I'm great. Can we, can we put it through the speakers here? Is this okay? Look at poor Anthony during the show. Is this... Will this will this be acceptable for a show? I think this will. I mean, with heavy editing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah, edit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're not gonna edit. Can it, I no. talk to you? Yeah, just personal. Just right here. Just I'm gonna just talk to him personally. Okay. I I'm not gonna play this. You're not gonna play. No, no, no. I like Jonah so much, and I think he really likes playing the drums. Oh God, he's fucking over. Because I just think it'll make him happy. So we're gonna do it. But I'm not gonna stress out while we're doing it. If you know, I'm totally editing it out. Okay. Is That's, that cool? I'm totally cool. With that. You like you're good friends, right? Yeah. Really? <laughs> all right. All right. So here we go. Let's let's. I want to do this right. I want you to have the chance to do it once, then twice, to really. Because let me tell you something. There's something about. That's okay. We're gonna do it two times if we have to. Because you know what? Uh, there's nothing like playing. I have parties at my house, and if you've never done this, trust you know I've given you guys a lot of great ideas out there in podcast land. Have good music ready and hire a drummer to play for the night. I've done it at a lot of parties. You just have a guy, I pay him 150 bucks. He plays drums all night to pre to music I have, and it fucking sounds good. 150 bucks? You put it pressure? No, no, I'm not giving you 150 bucks. Uh, well, if you're good, I would love you to, but Jum- you don't need 150 bucks. Well, if you, hey, I do. <laughs> People ask me how how cheap would I do a corporate show for corporate gig? Yeah, like I said, what well, depends in advance. They go, you're at the improv. Across the way in Dallas, there's a room. There's people having a conference. They go, they heard there's a comment. Hey, I know this is ridiculous. They come over. They ask the manager. It's after the show. You know, we're hanging out backstage. They go, the guy will come over. He'll give you a walk. Go over there and do 20 minutes. Now, it's not like I took the job two months out where that's, you're nervous. You're going to do it. Sure. That's to me the, the, what you get paid for to three months. No, you're going to do this shit job. 20 minutes. Now it's like you're going to walk over. It's going to be 20 minutes. You're going to come back. And, and then we're going to do the drum thing. Um, what would you do it for? You're sitting in thousand grand. Bro- Shut the fuck up! I'm dead serious. You're dead serious. Ten grand. Anthony, corporates I'm, are, I've never done a corporate. I'm they're awful. I'm embarrassed to say what I would do it for. Now, in advance, hey Todd, they called. They want you to come in and do this show. Sure. No, no. Then that I'd have to get a certain price for. But to just to walk over, but I feel like you have all. You got all the marbles there. You know, what I mean that you can't. Your price goes up. I would. I thought ten grand was low. I'd say twenty grand. Oh my god! They've got to do it right there. You're it's gonna a, shit yes in your. No. You're gonna shit in your pants when I tell you what I would do it for. I'm sitting at the improv. I'm backstage. I'm like, really? Like now, granted, I would not do it in advance for this price, but there. Walk over there, like uh, it's going to be over in twenty minutes. Uh, I said, ah, I'd probably do it for five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks? Yeah, just because. As much as that's not a lot, and if somebody called me three months out and said five hundred, I'd go, nah, no, thank you, because you're thinking about it. You got to do it. It sucks. It's like, no, I can't do it for five hundred. But something about walking over there and just biting the bullet and walk back and then go buy something the next day for five hundred dollars that I didn't really need. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take five hundred dollars. I'll go fucking. So that, but by the way, you're closer to my friends. My friends, most of them that we talked about that night, they're like, no fucking way. What would you buy with the $500? Uh, Maybe something for the show. Like, I want better microphones. Like a microphone or like, would you get like a new computer? Would you get like a a soundboard or something? Or just like, you you would get new mics? No, I love, uh, we have Carvin, so we don't need a new soundboard. But I'd like to get the new fancy mics. Uh, How about you, honestly? Now, forget about, like, Jonah, if you think like, well, could I do it or could I not do it? Just what would you be willing to go, fuck it, whether it goes good or bad, 20 minutes, and they're going to hand you cash. What would you do it for? Be honest. Five thousand? Oh my 
God, these guys are really good. You're only with. you're only as good as what you say yes to. How dare you? That's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. I mean, no. I mean, I you know it shows where I'm. I mean, I said yes to this. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> I like it. All right. I was trying to delay Jonah from playing the drums as long as possible. I was trying to go back into the bit when I was like, what would you buy? Dude, I really don't want to play. It is sort of funny that uh, all that you'd say, well, I would do it for 5000 but you did come here tonight for free. But this uh, was going to be fun. Yeah, this is fun. This is, yeah. this is, this is, uh... All right, so you ready? Play that, devri- play that song, and then uh, Jonah's going to play the drums in the background. We'll see how it sounds. We'll play it through the house system. You ready? I like it. I'm going to lower the music so you can hear his drumming. Really play those drums. I liked it. You want, oh, you want to do it more? No. All right. I like it. What is that? Is that, is that Travis Barker over there? <laughs> Sorry. I feel bad. You okay? This is a safe space. I didn't want to make anybody do anything that was outside of their comfort zone. Oh, think? no. It's fine. I did play the drum beat, so you owe me $150 as far as I remember. Oh, my God. I think we can replay this. No, no, no. It's best if you don't and just pay me. Maybe yeah, you're that's right. what I would do. You think that's right? That's what I would do, yeah. I mean, he said it. Why would he lie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me no just, reason to lie. Well, you know what? Um, since you guys make so much money that you're turning down the... Basically, I don't know if I believe you guys. Wait, Corporate I'm sorry. I couldn't really street, hear what like, you guys were saying. You said, okay. how easy is the gig? Okay. It, okay. I love that. I love across that. I, street. I love, no, no, no. I, not even across the street. Not that that would matter, but... This is. I'm thinking of the Dallas Improv where we role played this. We're backstage, and somehow we started joking. Hey, Todd, like, what would you do right now if they call? Like, there's a there's across the hall from the Improv. There's another room where they have like private things, and they have a piano bar. And they said like it was being rented out by someone tonight. So I go. They go. What if they came over and said, Hey, do you have a comedian? We're having a hundred people over there. Well, and, and you don't have to think about it. You're just gonna go bite the bullet for twenty minutes, and they'll give you this. He says ten thousand. I'm saying, they're gonna give me drinks too. <laughs> really, <laughs> like that. That makes it worse than me in a way. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, but it's an open bar. Drink all you want, dude. You come over, you have fun, you drink. Hey, let me. Let yeah, me yeah, five hundred. Yeah, sure. Would you do it for five hundred? Yeah, just twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah. And you know what you're thinking? If you did fifteen, they're fucking paying you. That's what I, you know, in my head. I'm not trying to lower the time a little. You know what I'm thinking? If you did thirty seconds, these guys don't fucking know. Try to change it a little. Exactly. No, no. You have to do at least fifteen. 20. When you're told to do twenty, you at least have to do fifteen. So I 15, mean, there, it's, it's so. Do you still say you at least yeah, need only 10, because 000. because like it's not worth it for me to do it. Even if it's twenty minutes, like it would be so miserable for me to do a twenty minute last minute corporate gig yeah. for a hundred people. Who whoever the fuck they are, they don't want to see me. You know, let me, I, that's that's what I wouldn't do. Let me ask you this: downstairs, this is the reason I went about this. Maybe I went about it the shitty way. There's a private function. There's car mechanics downstairs. There's 15 of them, and they just want you to do 10 minutes, and they'll give you a thousand bucks. Could you do it for me? No, I don't. I don't even like this bit anymore. I would say no because then I would feel bad taking their money. I'll give it to charity. There's kids. They're crippled. I'll give it to charity anyway. You fucking mechanic, fuck. <sighs> How dare you? That's my new style. That's the way they do it. Like Richard Simmons. Okay, so you know what I was thinking? Uh, you know, like when you go to a school. I would say, I would say, you know what? 500 bucks and I get to fuck your wife. And what if he says yes? And if he says yes? Yeah. Then I would be like that. But that the time I'm fucking your wife eats into my 20 minutes. You know what I mean? That like part of my act up there, you're basically going to pay me 500 bucks to fuck your wife in front of your friends. Why would he say yes to that? 
I know we're in a silly bit, but because I'm because he's a big fan. <laughs> oh, because he's a big fan. He's a big fan, and he wants to, and and he's got a lot of employees there. He wants to do something yeah, special for him, and they like exactly. you. Yeah. So he says, "You go five hundred bucks, but I gotta fuck your wife too." And he just cheated on his wife the night before, so he like feels like he owes her one. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. She knows. Well, she, she knows. knows yeah. yeah. Otherwise, why would he have to? Why would he have to? She suggested the whole thing. I don't think she would. She did. I don't think she would. She did it. I don't know if she did. It's fact. I really don't think I, that you wouldn't. You weren't there. You didn't. You weren't even yeah. thinking. I was. I was there at the show. Who do you think? On. I was at that corporate event. You were drinking the free drinks. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. If you cheated on your wife, but the woman you cheated with was like a different uh, nationality. Like hotter? Does that count? Is that, that's okay, if it's right? It's okay if she's hotter. If she's hotter. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. If she's hotter and you love her more than your wife, then you're, it's totally okay. Two, this is two That's why in movies, <laughs> women are like, do you love her? And if the guys uh, always say no, and the woman's like, but if you had been like, yes, I do, she'd be like, oh, it's okay uh, then. Because it, true love conquers all. Thank you. True. Two, two of the dumbest guys have what they think is a smart <laughs> conversation. No, you're right, because that's what a lot of guys, they go, no, I don't love her. Then it looks like you just had senseless sex. But if you said to your wife, oh, my God, I really, really love her. Just a little bit more than you. Like, let me do it. I'll be calling you, and I'm, you're going to be, uh, you'll be, the, I'll be the wife. Okay. I'll do a horrible woman voice. Can you be the kid in the background, like just <coughs> mom, mom? To, to you? Yeah, well, I'm the woman. But I'm calling. not. My phone. My voice won't be affected. You're right. Don't do it. Oh, you're right because it doesn't sound like a phone complaint. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So, so your kid is all of a sudden with Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> I like that you're paying attention, and you really are, and that's cool. And I and I like that. Thanks. I haven't checked out yet. Oh, Anthony. Uh, hey, honey, what's up? Right, I feel a little bit weird to ask you this. You sound a little bit weird. Are you? Are you cheating on me? Why would you think that? Because somebody called me anonymously from the comedy club you were at last week and they said you were fucking one of the waitresses. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to argue with that. Yes, I have been cheating on you uh, with one of the waitresses there. Uh, oh but you, you got you to gotta hear my side of the story. Well, do, you, do you love her? Do I love her? Yes, of course I do. Why do you think? Why else would I cheat on you unless I loved her? Daddy, are you talking about new mommy? Is that our child yelling? <laughs> why, is his, why is his voice so big? It's, uh, I did something bad. God, that kid's the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are. Here's, here's a fun thing. I thought about, like, every time there's lectures when they come into high schools, you know, they, they, you can do this and you could do that. What if there were realistic lectures? Like, they talk to the kids. And they've had, like, a modest... Like, they've had, like, let me give you, I'll give you an example. Like, like how to steal cable from your neighbors and shit? Maybe. Like, like real like things. You've had a comfortable things. life. Or maybe what they do for a living isn't that great, but they've gotten by and they're happy. Because maybe some kids don't want to shoot for greatness, but they also don't want to live in the street. Isn't there anything in between that you could... A motivational speaker? So maybe it would be like, again, like, give me a little echo. You know, kids, I have taken odd jobs. I've had mild drug problems, nothing crazy. And I've had jobs on. I have jobs off. I make enough money. I live in a $400 a month apartment. It's not nice, but I have a place to go every night that I sleep, and it's warm. And sometimes I scratch together. I have to beg. Then in between that, I take mild jobs. But I've had a nice life, and I didn't graduate high school. But I get by, and you can too. Like something like that. So I would like. Uh, like is that the, what if somebody's happy? What if somebody goes, you know, like I don't want so much out of life. Like that kid goes, you know, that's all I really want. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be laying in the street at night. I, I don't want to be cold. I don't want to be. If I had a, like a four hundred dollar like crappy apartment, then it was nice, and I lived there. What's wrong with that? And he begs, and then has jobs here and there. Is this? Is there anything here you think? I mean, I don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that would be like a. That's why they do like fathers like coming to school day when the kids are really young because it would get like embarrassed. Because when the kids are young, oh. it's like, hey, I'm a garbage man, kids, and the kids are like, ooh, garbage man. But if you pull that shit in second grade, kids would be like, get the fuck out of here, you filthy piece of shit. <laughs> My well, dad's a fucking eye doctor. You know, like it wouldn't be. Yeah, that's what you do. Your father's an eye doctor. I, I went into, I brought in junior in a second grade, which I was in two times. I can stab myself in the eye whenever I want. My dad's a fucking eye doctor. Yeah. Right now, I could stab myself right in the fucking yeah. eye. You think I give a shit? I get retina surgery. Boom. You want an eye Freak. patch? I'll bring in two tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I brought into a show and tell? Swear to George Carlin in second grade. My dad had to go away. He had open heart surgery. Back then, you had to go to Cleveland to do it because that was where you did it. So we, we were at home. And if we know mom, how heart surgery was back in the yeah. day. <laughs> well, <laughs> Everyone meaning, knows that. Of course. I mean, you couldn't get it in every hospital in every city. Like, no, no. Just that one hospital in Cleveland. Yeah. That or Hawaii. <laughs> so my mom's friend watched us, and I brought my parents' uh, pot pipe into a show and tell in second grade. I remember exactly what happened. You know, like you're a kid, you're not the smartest, but you're also intuitive. Even though I did that, you would think, how intuitive could I be? But I was intuitive enough to know it was wrong when the teacher saw it. She was like, okay. And she took it. I remember it was blue, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't, why would I bring it in anyway? And then she called my mom uh, when they got home. She kept it. She was only like, I remember, I thought she was old, but she was like 22 at the time, the teacher, you know, but it didn't matter. And then she said, look, I didn't, you know, I don't judge or anything. I just have your pot pipe, you know. And uh, they came and they got it, and that was it. And then I spent a little time in special schools after that. Was that when your mom got killed? That's when my mom got killed, yes. My mom got killed because she was... (laughs) Because of the pot. She overdosed on weed. uh, The teacher gave her the wrong weed from another kid, Vinny Piscatelli, and his mom smoked some strong motherfucking shit. So he also brought pot in for show and tell. All right, this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I liked earlier, though. I liked earlier when you were talking... You were telling Anthony the setup of the bit, and you just desperately, oh. is there anything there? Is there anything? Just is. losing all my wind. Is, <laughs> yes. is there anything I gotta tell you? Um, I love to play this game, and I think you guys will be good at it. It's like playing DJ where you go to commercial and you gotta talk through the, the, the opening of the song. It's, it's not easy. You know, it's, it's a, quite an art, so... Uh, I uh, I picked some. I have one song I've heard before. The others I don't know what they are. So hey, give, you know, give us an example. Give us a full example uh, mm-hmm. before we go to play it. Okay. I kind of know. I know what you mean, but I feel okay. like an example would help me. I know it would help Jonah. Well, you see, but, are you but, sure it would help you? Yeah, if Anthony says so. Okay. By the way, uh, uh, okay. So here we go. So play a song. Eight forty-five, quarter to nine. You're listening to the morning show. We got some good stuff coming over here. Some Frank Sinatra. Okay. That was close. Let me try one more time real quick. I know this one, too, and I can't believe it. I think I could do a better job. This one I've heard. Good. Play another one I haven't heard. Oh, no. Play that one. Nine o'clock. Uh, I'll tell you what. We had a crazy morning. We're going to be out there at the Chevrolet dealership tomorrow. Hey, here's some Sinatra. No. I should be able to do better than that. Okay. Go ahead. Pause it. Let's go in hard out. You want to you wanna give it a shot? I think you could do it. I think yeah. you have it in you. All right. Give me the, you know what? I'll do it. You guys, don't do well, it until you're comfortable. Okay, right. I'll keep doing it until you guys... You, you, I want to do it until you guys are like, I'm so fuck, com- let us do it. I'm so comfortable I could fall asleep right now. I'm so comfortable with this bit. <laughs> you're, you're, even... you're confusing comfortable and bored. No, he's not. Don't be rude. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. That is a, such a compliment to me. I'm not even... Like a lot of the guests, can I be honest with you? Yes. They come on here. You got to be in the moment. And they come on here, and I think they feel like they got to, you know, everything's great and everything's all right. But I'm, I'm, I like that you're comfortable in okay. your own skin 
to say that you could take a nap right now. Because to me, that's the biggest compliment. When I see someone in my show napping, I'm, I'm actually being serious. Like, I used to get upset. Hey, there's a guy sleeping. But then I think, he just was... He, he was comfortable enough with me. He got tired. It has nothing to do with my act. He meant it as a compliment. Yes. <laughs> he meant it. He goes, you know what? You might look over here. I'll take a little nap. Yeah, I think it's cute. I actually don't get mad at people when they fall asleep in the crowd. You know why? Because I think they fucking hate that they did it. And I think if they're a decent person, they feel like shit. It's like when you yawn and someone's talking to you. They go, oh, you're bored. It has nothing to do with being bored. You don't know what their day was like before that. Right. Yeah. I think giving anyone the benefit of the doubt in an audience is a total mistake. <laughs> I go the worst. What would you do if somebody fell asleep during your show? Like, do, do, would, you, would, you, would you go to town? It depends on where they were. Sometimes it's like embarrassing, and most of the crowd can't tell they're asleep, so I try to leave it alone if I can. You know, if there's someone snoring and everyone's laughing, then you've got to, like... Usually, like, I'll just kind of go over there, and I, don't, I won't say anything mean, but I'll, like, piss on them. <laughs> I, um, uh, where were we at? I got a little bit. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, thing. The, uh, the, um, the, um, the songs. songs. Give it a shot. Give him right, a I'll different try one. I'll try it. I'll tell you what. Right now, hold on. Okay. If you pull this off, I will donate. Well, Anthony's got a fucking lot of money over there. He's turning down $10,000 corporate shows, which he's not turning down 10000 He's I'm turning down. I'm accepting them literally every day. I'm not even going to say <laughs> Are you accepting? No, no. Corporate? Are you kidding me? Corporate? I do all of them. No, you don't. All my Nabisco tomorrow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The, my goal in my career, I do them when, sometimes, but I always live below my means. You know why? Because when I know somebody, I know some people, they do corporates, they hate them. But if they would just live a little smaller of a lifestyle, they wouldn't have to do the corporates. Yeah. I will do, when I don't have to do corporates, because I do them, I don't do them as much as I used to, but I still do them, and they give me the biggest fucking stomachache two weeks out or a right. month from the day I take it. I just think, oh, that's why I'm saying, from knowing that. To, but, yeah. but but uh, but yeah, it's just they're just they're just very un. Have you ever done? Have you I mean, seriously? Have both of you ever done a cor- corporate? And by the way, for the audience listening, corporate means it, you're doing a show. It could be in a hotel banquet room. Usually, even if there's good money, they don't a lot of times have lighting. They can't darken the room. But even when they can, when they have a company come in, put up some lighting, they can darken the room. There's still a crowd that's not there for comedy. That's what a corporate. Is. I did one in Austin, and it was in a banquet room, and uh, you know, no lighting, like shitty little you know microphone plugged into mm-hmm. a speaker. Uh, and uh, the guy brought me up on stage right when the food was going out. So it was just like all you hear is clink, like plates clinking down and everyone's starting to eat as yeah. you're going on stage. That was a bad time to record your CD. It was, it <laughs> was. But, like, you know, but it added that layer of, yeah. you know, you know who's going happening? to pay attention anyway? What are they eating? What are they eating? Exactly. You know, yeah, be- well, I had the scratch and sniff stuff that came with the record, so yeah. you can kind of live the moment. No I just thought of an idea, and it's called To Let Them Know How Dumb They Are. And what you do is you record a CD in front of a good audience like the Acme and you do a set and you, you know, which is going to pretty much be a good crowd or any, you know, great club, Helium and Philly. When I start mentioning clubs, I got to p- do some plugs, you know, sure. for me. And of course, there's always the funny bone in Omaha, Colleen, you know, she's great. Woot. <laughs> what? Woot. Woot. <laughs> I think I said woot, like, oh. giving a shout um, But uh, what was I just talking about? <laughs> tell the crowd how, how fucked up oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, like, so listen what, to that joke with this crowd. No, no. Yeah, so here's what you do. You record that, and it's going to be a great crowd. And then you next corporate you get, you do the same exact show, and you just, you just bear it out, if that's the right term. And then you put it, two CDs in the same packet, yeah. and you let them all know, this is what this is. This is how funny this was. This is what and you are. And this is what you had the ability. That night that's when you all idea. thought I sucked. 
This is the same thing. Now, are you willing to go? Oh, are you willing? This is a defining point in your life. You write this all on the cover. You write, this is a moment in your life where you can do two things. And obviously, you can do two ways. You can say, yeah, that was a dumb crowd that was laughing at this other place. And you, you have every right, and you can believe that, and you can go to your death with it. Or you can go, was I a creative fucking idiot? Was I just in with my friends and wasn't able to hear how fucking great this guy was? What do you think? Is there anything there? What I used to, when I had to run roast jokes, when I was on the roast, Jonah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> on Comedy and Central? I, you would go up on stage and you'd be like, hey, this guy's just going to run his roast jokes. So I would stand up there and just read them. And people hated it because it's not like a roast. You know, you're just listening to jokes and they don't really laugh at them. Everyone's kind of bored. And when they w- I would bomb so much with that that at the end I would be like, hey, guys, just do me one favor. Like, thank you for listening to these. Do me one favor. Watch the roast on September 19th so you can see how fucking stupid you are. We're not going crazy for these jokes. And then I would walk off the stage to dead silence every time. Dead silence. And I was like, I, like fuck you guys. Anthony, you should have brought love- cardboard cutouts of the celebrities. <laughs> I love that that's coming out of my mouth. I'm thinking, did I just set up the most crazy thing? And then you're like, no. I did it. Time, yeah. Good, though, because you're going to watch it. And they're going to say, like, yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah, like, I know it's not me. They'll yeah, put it. They'll put it on you, though. They'll they'll be like, it's like, oh, he did it better than what I saw. Yeah, they yeah. probably. Yeah. That's like when people see you. Uh, you know, my my brother said he never realized, even though I talked about it, how different the crowd was. And with all that, you know, you got to do a good job no matter what. With all that said and done, how much power the audience has. I talked about it over the years. He'd come to a late show, and I'd tell him the early show was good, and I think he believed me. But one night he stayed for both shows, and he went, oh. My fucking, he would have never, he never concepted it. I go, now, did I, because sometimes if he see me, if he see, what would happen is he would see me have a rough night, and it always goes, I can make it go all right, but he'll see me have a rough night, then he'll see me six months later, and I think in his head he thought, oh, Todd got better, but that's the same fucking night he sees, no, I didn't get better in between shows, that's how much it can change from one yeah, show to yeah. another. I feel like he really con- he got it more after that. Yeah, people should have to watch two shows like that. <laughs> they really will just think, oh, you're either funny or you're not funny based on that show. It's not like, oh, it was a rough night. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. you're not good. If you, if you ever had a bad show, you're not good. You know it would be great? If you had a glass wall in a comedy club, because I wouldn't even want them in the next show. They'd dirty it up. And you invite 40. How many people from this show would like to watch me do the same thing the late show? Maybe even you let them sit in the back. You, you can't talk, but I'm telling you, I, don't, I want you to watch what I'm going to do the Late Show. And I prefer to be 40 people that didn't like me. Because the people that like me are going, he probably will do good the Late Show. I hated this guy. I'll watch yeah. him again. Yeah. 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 Well, you say, if you had money. That's, yeah, I always go back let to Let the sitters stay late. If I had Jim Carrey money, I think I'd do crazy things. I'd go, and I'll tell you what. I'll pay you each. Well, if it was your you, friends, I'd have to give them $10,000. When you say Jim Carrey money, I picture you with like just a bunch of counterfeit bills with Jim Carrey's face on them. How much Jim Carrey money would you guys need? The people who are that desperate. I this would this t-shirt for... cost me 50 Jim Carrey dollars. So I think that that would be good. If you went to people in the audience and said, I'll give you $500, you can't talk or you don't get the money. If you don't, you will all get $500. The only thing you have to do is not talk. If you want to laugh, laugh. If not, but you, I'm going to give you 50 of you the opportunity to stay for the Late Show and watch me do it all over again. And then what I would do is after I did good, hopefully, can you imagine doing bad? Oh, God, I would kill myself. Yeah. I would go, hold on, I'm going to go outside and get my money, and then I would just pull off in my car. <laughs> not, not that I leave my car idling outside comedy clubs. But I would, I would be, oh, that would, it wouldn't happen. I would do good. I would fucking make sure of it. And then I'd go up to them after the show. I'd go, huh, motherfuckers? That's right. And I'd after sh- they stayed to watch you twice, you'd come out like that? Yeah. Well, unless oh, they right. apologized. I'd go, you can either apologize to me now. Do you want to apologize to me, sir? 
Do you want? Did you saw it? Did no, I just? I think I'm in the right. I think I'm in the right. Did you? You didn't see that show I just did? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And you didn't think that went great? Yeah, it was fine. You didn't think that was really unbelievable? No, I mean, like in comparison, it was just fine. It was just yeah, more people uh, laugh. You know but, what? You know, those guys. I don't know if they know. They're probably just more drunk. Thank you for getting that out of my head because you're right. That's what would happen. I'd go ballistic. Yeah. And I want to be a calm person. I want to be take a deep breath. I don't want to be that guy. That's I. Uh, Todd, I stayed for the second show too, and uh, I don't know if you want my opinion, but I uh, I like the first show better. Oh come on! Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just felt like uh, you were funnier in the first show, and that uh, the rest of the crowd just kind of like were dumber in the second show. I feel like I'm just kind of in the right. You know what uh, I'd say? I go, you're in the right too. Thank you. I take the compliment. I go, you're right. That first show was dumb. That I can't. Show. You know, what I can never do when someone's like, "I saw you last night," and I, my reaction always my reaction is, "Which show?" Yeah, yeah, but you can't. That old joke, you know, it's even the first late show, yeah, or the yeah, early yeah. show, you know. And so I like stop myself every time, but I always want to know. Isn't that funny? The first time we all hear that joke, it's uh, I always repeat it for people that don't know. But the, somebody goes up to a comedian, go, get, do the gist of the joke. A, a hot woman comes up to like a, a young comedian. She's like, "Oh my god, I saw you! I saw you on stage last night. You were so funny. I want to take you home and just fuck your brains out and do all these crazy things you do." And the guy grabs her and stops her and says, "Do you see the early show or the late show?" <laughs> He's, like he doesn't care about any other shit. It's like, <laughs> the which first one? time you hear that. You go, I'm not the only fucking one. I want to go right to it. And then do you ever spend so much time telling people? I'll tell you when I stopped doing this. Telling people that wasn't good. It was, you know, you go, ah, oh, that wasn't good. Yeah, and they enjoyed yeah. it. I went to see, I hope I'm not repeating the story, which could be the new name of my podcast. I'm going to change it. I hope I'm not repeating the story. A friend of mine played baseball. He lived next door. I lived in Orange County when I moved out here for a year. And he was the kids, the, the neighbor's kid. So when I was in Baltimore, I went to see him play in the majors. It was pretty cool, and I'm not even in the sports that much. But to see someone play in the majors was great. He pitched. His name was Eddie Pierce. And uh, he didn't have a great game pitching. But I still was like, you know, and I brought some of my friends, my friend's little brother. They were like, it was, it was awesome for me to go, yeah. Jesus Christ, like being a little kid and liking baseball and then seeing him out there like fucking pitching a real game and, uh, for the Giants. Um, and after the show, we went out, and all he did was apologize to me and my friends all last, all night for pitching a bad game. Yeah, and we were weird. like, we would have so, no idea. Yeah, well, yeah we yeah. would have known he pitched a game, bad game. He didn't pitch great, but we would we would have still the the greatness of playing in the majors was certainly more overwhelming than yeah, he had a bad game tonight. I'm sure he's going to have great games, but yeah. fucking no matter what. But he made it there. He made yeah, it there. Yeah, so yeah. so after that, I really try. And my brother said something great one night. I go, I never know what to say to people. He goes, uh, try thank you. I'm like, yeah, that might be a better idea. You know, I used to try, uh, I used to always be honest. You know, like I'd be like, oh, that was okay or whatever. But then at the Comedy Cellar, did you ever perform at the Comedy Cellar in New York? I never have. There's this woman, Esty, who like runs it and books everything, you know, and she's like, she's like the tastemaker there that if you have a bad set or a couple bad sets, you stop getting spots because she finds out you're not doing that well. So you're kind of scared. And I came up w- one day <clears throat> after like a bad set and she's like, how was it? And I'm like, oh, it wasn't that good. You know, like, the crowd was kind of weird. She like looks very concerned, is nodding her head at me. And I'm like, fuck, why did I say that? I need to lie to her. So the next time I have a bad set, I walk upstairs and I'm like, I'm just going to like lie. And I walk up. She's like, how was it? I go, oh, it was great. And she looks at me and she goes, you don't look like it was great. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, why even lie? They can just look at your yeah. face and know. Like, you don't seem yeah. happy. You're pale and sweating. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you sniffed right before. It was great. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was, great. Great. It was, it was so good. Great. It was so I good. fucking killed. Well, do you know that other joke about the, I went on at the comedy store last night? And uh, and then when I do all this, when I'm done, uh, you say, um, I was there last night. It seemed like you were having a tough time. You'll yeah. know when. I went on at the uh, comedy store last night. Fucking un... I blew the fucking room away. There were so many agents there and booking people. I just like... It's like, I fucking destroyed standing ovation. It was, it was fucking unbelievable. Really? I mean... 
I was I was there last night and it didn't seem like you. Oh, they put those music acts up before you there. It's like oh, I can't do a show. But anyway, I mean, Mitzi's like, yeah. 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 it's just funny. You can always make up the best ones. You go, yeah. do, I'll do it. The Laugh Factory. You ready? Yeah. So I was at the Laugh Factory last night. I fucking, oh my fucking god, I duh fucking destroyed. Really? Yeah. I I was I was on the late show. I got I saw your set. It was thank you. They have that guy MC and he just sits on the side on a chair. How do you fucking? That's so weird. No, no. I was gonna say it was good, and that's what I think. <laughs> the old ping pong game. That's like you know that game when you have to dis- when you have to agree with someone and they can throw you. Have you ever done this game? Yeah. yeah. Like where you go, uh, you I want to agree with you. Now I always make the person you're playing someone. Because this tends to happen more when, like, if it's the president of HBO, you tend to want to agree with them if you're out at night at a party. And I try not to do it because of this bit anymore. Have an opinion. You don't have to be a dick. If he yeah. says he loved a movie and he goes, man, you don't, have, yeah, you don't have to sit there and go, I fucking hated it. Yeah. But if you get into a conversation, you can be a little honest. You can say, sure. you know, but you don't want to. So you know, you know what to do. Yeah. You always go the other way. Okay, both of you. So, and, and I try to save it. And sometimes the other person hits you a ball. You can't twist yeah. around. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I saw, uh, I saw, uh, I, you know what? I watched uh, Letterman lately. I am just, you know, for doing it all these years, I fucking, it's just great. You know, oh, it's a, just amazing. National treasure. No, 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 no. You go the other way. Oh, I disagree with you? Yeah, and then I try to flip back and I go, like, try to make oh, okay, it like gotcha, I agree. Gotcha. Sometimes you can I even gotcha. see it in the expression of my face or the happiness in my voice. You might not even let me get words out, but people that were witnessing it go, he was about to say something positive. Yeah. It can be that early, or you can wait till words come out later. Gotcha, so, anyway, yeah. here you go. Right. So, um, I saw the movie with, um, uh, what was the movie just uh, with uh, uh, George War- Clooney? Oh, The Descendants. The Descendants. And. Oh my god! I feel like that made me like oh, have a what different... a piece of shit. Cringe. It made me. It's like <laughs> stop it already. You I can't know. do that. Yeah. I mean, like like cringe because it like you know it was so real and the performances were so it, good. Thank you. It brings like it makes me think the writing and that the, uh, yeah, oh, the, the, the writing. It was uh, look a was, little kid did it. Yeah. That's exactly what I said to my wife. And I'm like, I can't go out and see movies anymore because, yeah. first of all, Robin Williams, if I see him one more fucking time doing oh, the same. He is the best. I laugh. Yeah. Am I yeah. wrong? I feel like I'm the only one. Like, he's a lot of my just, friends, he's the best, like, ironically. Like, I watch him to laugh at him. People don't. People don't know. Like, I'm like, this guy, do people like this? It's just for my money. You know what? Like, I wait till movies are out in the theater, but I. Fucking like watching them at home more. Just I uh, watching, watching them at movie. home is like the one of the worst. It's like putting a gun in your children's I'm mouth. I'm tired of it. <laughs> it's like I don't want to sit in my fucking house and watch a movie. I want to watch it with an audience. You yeah. know, yeah. but like, like going out it. and having having to be around like an audience of just no, like idiots and just. I just want to watch it in a movie theater, an empty movie theater. Yeah. That's yes, I'm the same way. I just you know, I just don't, I'm in walking everywhere. I have to get a car. I'm not. I am not. Even though everyone says getting a Prius, it's like oh, you no. got to get a you Prius. You have to get a Prius. I feel like thank. I feel like I want to, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like so tired of letting everybody. Okay, <laughs> you know it's it's, it's kind of it's it's similar to the um, when you're you're, you're like uh, in a cab and talking to the cab driver, or what happened to me recently, which was uh, being in a uh, on a plane and next to a guy that starts a conversation and first is very polite and very just kind of going back and forth having a conversation about things but then as it starts kind of devolving they reveal more about themselves <laughs> and you're still in the in you're in rolling through a polite conversation but he's saying stuff that you fucking don't agree with at all and you want to get fucking, out but you're there you, there's nowhere you can go so yeah. you have to kind of like be okay with it yeah you can't really give your hardcore opinion you just try to 
gracefully overly agree and regress. Yes. You know, yeah. and then and it's very – I also realize if you're on a plane and someone's talking to you – I don't uh, follow sports. Oh, Jesus, now are the jokes. Yeah, of course, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, because so, you're on the Nerdist Network. Uh, thank you. Oh, right. There you go. So uh, – Oh, and – Shut the fuck up, seriously. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. One forty-five, one forty-five, fifty-six. Isolate it, cut it out. Um, but I, uh, people, it's hard to stop people. It really is. Oh, like, they don't give a shit. Do you follow college sports? Oh no, not really. Oh, Arkansas this Thank year. You. You're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, this, are you fucking shitting me? This kid they got playing quarterback is unreal. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Is that's exactly what happened with the Bellman in Vegas from the room to the thing? And it's like I didn't, I didn't hem and haw around it. I was like, you know, I go, ah, I don't really follow football. I always say I don't follow football. Hopefully they won't go. What about just, baseball? Yeah. I go, ne- baseball neither. I'm, uh, I like uh, that thing where you take a hatchet and you throw it at somebody's head. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, well, that's what I do. It's really intense. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I fucking do. I think it's, it's called hatchet head. I usually try to, if someone starts talking about sports, I kind of, uh, I want to talk like I know what I'm talking about, but I usually just veer the conversation towards a sports movie. It's like, you see, that, you see that game? No, you know, I was watching Moneyball instead. Good movie. You know, Good you know, movie. We all know what you're doing when you do that. We all understand. <laughs> Not the people on the plane. Yeah, the guy at the Bellman. I go, he asked me about the game this weekend, and then he goes, um, you know, and then I said, exactly what you just said. Exactly. You think that's like a parody of what happened? But I go, I don't follow football at all. I added at all. He goes, at all. You know, I said, at all. And he goes, he started telling me about the game. I'm like, well, do I have a right to say, do you have a problem? Like, I just, yeah. I would never do, I'm trying to think of an it's example. It's aggressive. I'm trying to think of an example. If somebody goes, um, like where it would maybe I don't need an example. Maybe that's good enough. Like you know, here's, here's, to, a, here's a good example. All right. Okay. You're at you're, you're walking and somebody comes up to you and is like, "Oh, hey, how's your daughter?" And you go, "My daughter died." And they go, "My daughter is doing great. She's just got out of school. She's getting married. That's what it is." Um, <laughs> uh, that's, oh, that's a shame about your daughter. Oh, do the bad sound. Oh, my puppies are that, adorable. That, that's a great. That's a yeah. Yeah, you're not listening. You're not, not listening. Or you know what? I'll give you even uh, 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 for me. I've got even a, a different a, a different example. Not better. A different example um, is uh, if if somebody talk, if I ask someone, hey, you follow comedy, and then they said not at all, I wouldn't go. Like you heard Kindler's new bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even a even a very you would have to know comedy really well. You yeah. know, oh, because Andy Kindler did this bit and it was so funny. He was on and he goes, he was just doing this thing and he was making fun of queer eye for a straight straight guy and he's like going, sis, this is there. And the guy's like, I fucking. He would genuinely look at me like this guy asked me if I followed comedy. I said no, and now he's, uh, who gives a shit anymore? I am fucking tired of it. I like to get angry about safe things. <laughs> All right. So here's the way we're going to we're going to we go in for the descent now. Oh my god. Guys, my um Nobody wants to ever uh, bury a child in my uh See, I always want to. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's why when my sister-in-law it just asked looks me... Like, it looks like less work, less digging. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to go as wide with the hole. Yeah. Probably just as This sounds then so you don't cheesy. Have to deal, deal I don't blush that often. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, but it's good then because it's like, you never... Hey, I know one wants to bury a child. What a fucking thing to say somewhere. <laughs> you know, I always do. I would love, I to, would do love to bury my child. Whenever I see a little baby, I just want to bury it. <laughs> 
gonna uh, bury you. I'll wrap it in satin and put it in the ground. You. you know, you know what that joke proves. My sister asked me a long time ago about comedy. She goes, "Is there anything that's off topic?" I said, "Well, if it's funnier than it is twisted, no." No. I, I wanted to explain it. I hear comedians tell jokes sometimes, and I go, nah, it's not funnier than it is. It's meaner than it's funny. Yeah. But if it's fucking funny, then yes, everything's open. Everything. And now she sort of gets that, because I give her examples yeah. um, of things. I go, you laughed at that. Was that? And like the, the example I gave her a long time ago, I said, Merle, you know where I'm coming from. So if I'm driving down the street, and I see an old lady walking down the street, and she has a good sense of humor, and she's like 90, and I said to you, ugh, look at her, just trying to get raped. <laughs> You'd laugh, right? She goes, I would. I go, why? Is rape funny? No. Well, it, no, rape must be funny because you, you laughed at the ridiculous number, the absurdity. And she sort of, she goes, yeah, yeah. I, she yeah. concepts it, you know? Yeah. Anyway. So then she, what, what, uh, what happened with the woman? Oh, uh, I raped her. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we go in for the descent, uh, which takes a little time. I wanted to do that radio thing, but we you never, still can. We can. It's your show. It is. Maybe I should say, let's say goodbye, and then we'll wrap it up with that. And that means it's got to be a home run. I need you guys to bring this last bit home. I'm ready. Uh, I like to say, you know, because I like when people come by. Andrew, you look great over there. Uh, Mikey, you have a website? Because Mikey took some pictures, and he put them on the website. Just give me a second here. He took some pictures, and he put them on the website. Mikey, what's your website? Say it into the mic. www.mikeylaru.com. I'm sorry, what were those three letters? Uh, he, we're not just trying to do this to really overplug your website. This one here doesn't fucking listen, and it's really rude. So just say it again. I just him. don't know what to put before. I right, could say it again. www.mikeylarue.com. So I, I really have to remember the www. Oh my god, it, Anthony, you heard it right. Uh, yeah, www.mikeylarue.com. All right. I, I, just, I just don't want to like just put Mikey. LaRue.com and then not be able to go to your site. I feel like I didn't understand what he said either. Can you say mm-hmm. it again? www.mikeylaru.com. So each of those, like each of those things I have to put in. I, feel like like I have to put in the www. You know what I feel like? I feel like he doesn't know that we're doing, doing a bit to help him replug his website. I feel like <laughs> he'll be calling his friend tonight. Oh, yeah, you bit the Todd Glass show? Yeah, what, what they said about it was right. He, I had to fucking repeat my website seven fucking times. <laughs> I think they were doing that to help you. You stop. You stop saying words. Hello. Yes. Could you play the uh, Sesame Street song? I'd they'd like to hear these guys sing along with it. No, sir. I'm not fucking doing that. Oh. I want to hear Anthony Jeffnick sing along with that song. Sir, he's not going to do it. And this isn't a bit to get him to do it. He's not going to fucking do it. I know where my guests will go. It's just stupid. He's not going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to just keep staying on the line. Would he, would he, would he, would he just... Hang up on that guy, Todd. Katie, hang up. Katie, hang up on him. <laughs> now, would Anthony Jeffnick, would he just sing along with the Eminem song? Is there any chance he would do it? 905 a.m., right? Right now, 76 degrees. We're down here at the auto show. Come on down and say howdy. Stanford. We'll take take a break. All right, so I'm going to finish up everybody else. Um, uh, You have a show on Sunday night uh, with, where is it at? You got a big fucking mouth. 6470 Santa Monica Boulevard. One of the best shows in the city. What's it called? How'd Tig do Sunday? Uh, she, uh, She told me it didn't go well. <laughs> I could watch it for a long time. Katie, you have a show on Thursday night, which yeah. was last night. Well, yeah, we'll be we last always night. say, 
uh, Wits is two days from now, three days from now. Yours was last night. How'd last night go? Was it fun? It was amazing. It really was? It was hilarious. You know, it'd be great if that place burnt down and then they have you saying this. <laughs> oh, would I fucking love that. How cool would that be? No one gets hurt, but it burns the fuck down. I would edit this part out and I would just go, hey, how'd the show go last night? Great. People are like, really? Well, the place burnt down. Maybe they lost one person. It makes the bit hurt, funnier. Yeah, it's still good. It does. Like yeah. ten, five people got killed. Yeah. And then it's Katie. Oh, it's fantastic. Like five people got like really burned, but just from, like from the waist down. Yeah. From the waist down. So <laughs> she goes, well, they can wear pants. Yeah. Oddthursdays.tumblr.com. All right. There you go. Cameron, always fun to see you. Uh, 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 Mikey's friend. It seems like a nice guy. His name is uh, Shit. It's got to have a Y at the end of it. I, I'm Ryan. sure about that. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, do you have anything you need to promote? Except your backwards hat? I have a show. You have a show? Where's your show? Uh, Tuesday at Ahaha ha Cafe. Oh, Ahaha ha Cafe. Wait, Ahaha ha Cafe? The well, they didn't want to take the name from Haha ha Cafe, so they went Aha ha Cafe. Uh, yeah, they have Take On Me Thursdays. So it's Aha ha Cafe. Where's it at? <laughs> <laughs> Chair through the window. Shit! <laughs> Yeah, I just won this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take on me Thursdays. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, go ahead. Can I get, get um, get, get, where is it? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, January 31st, Haha Cafe, 830. There you go. Oh, they're going to be here right after this. Call back. We're going to have to edit that whole thing out. Um, and uh, Andrew, it'll be sitting uh, schlumpishly in a neighborhood near you. Chris, thanks for doing what you do. Chris. Chris uh, Burden. There you go. I'm coming to Atlanta, everybody. I'm going to be there April 23rd, I think. The Laughing Skull. I cannot wait. I'm promoting it already. I cannot wait to get to that club. It's pure joy for me. And I'm going to see probably uh, um, Chris. Chris will be there. Oh, and Preston will be there, too. There you go. It's going to be fun. And uh, that's it. Guys. Am I using this right? No, you're supposed <laughs> to talk into it. Go pull it down a little bit. Look, can, I, can we talk? Can we have an honest no, conversation? Higher, higher. Higher a little bit. Take a higher, picture higher. so people can see. I like to see people. Some people, though, they're listening. They go, well, what type of trouble was he having with the mic? So yeah. can we, do we get? <laughs> All right, just get a few pictures. He, he never knew really how to use the mic, and the pictures are online. All night, Anthony was confused. One time he had the mic under his chin. No one heard him. Then he had it in his fucking ear. How could you not know that you don't? <laughs> the most confused guest ever. It's that physical comedy that I've always enjoyed about Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Hey, would you do, what, what do you think one night at the, uh, at the um, melting pot, right? The meltdown? The meltdown. Jesus yeah. Christ. The meltdown. Uh, what do you think one night if you had prop comedy? Like everyone had to do prop comedy, or maybe five minutes of it. What would be? Is, is everyone doing complete prop too much? But what if everyone had to do five minutes of prop comedy in their before, set? Before, in within their set. Within their set. That's uh. I mean, yeah. I'm throwing it your way. I could call the UCB. I used to do, I'll I, call the UCB in one fucking minute. <laughs> and if they bite at it, you're gonna feel stupid. If you want to do it, you can put it on. Really? Yeah, go for it. Remember Jonah's prop character? Remember my prop character? Mr. Popularity? You know oh, no, no, no. Oh, I love it. the Embar days. They had me do it five weeks in a row. So funny. Mr. Popularity. Is I'm on any... prop of the world. <laughs> 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 is there any video of that? Yeah, there, there is. is. Oh, yeah. that Embar was a... You know what, was a though? a good time. Uh, on a positive note, like I've said this before, but I love... I feel like comedy is it like... I'm, I'm, it's a, such a great place. And I always feel bad when I bump into someone that really decided... And I'm not making... I don't mind saying this because they chose 
to not be a part of something cool. They just, like, I like guys that decide instead of being part of it, they just watch things change in front of them. You know, there's guys that haven't done that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they decide. I know guys do it like at 40. They're like, yeah, 40. And then they, everything changes and they're not a part of it. And they chose that. So they, you bump into them and they go, yeah, comedy, it's really. I'm like, I feel bad. They go, no, it's in a great place. Like, you got to go out there and go to the great places. It's reconfigured. Yeah. It's not always at the same place like yeah, it used yeah, to you be. Yeah, yeah, you got to follow it. Yeah, but, but there's some, like, when I walk in, when I walk into the, uh, it's Wednesday night, right? Yeah, Wednesdays. And you just, it's, it's exciting. It's like, yeah. it does. It's like awesome. It's yeah, like it, to feels, see. it feels like to me the closest, uh, you know, since, you know, the, the melt or the M bar days where just everyone would kind of just go and hang out and be there and just uh, like the same kind of like, you know, uh, fanaticism of it. Yeah. And hanging out. I like it because there's that also that back area. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about uh, that. What were we talking about? The thing of guess M bar M bar fun. Um, that's it. Someone getting out of comedy. No. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm good. I think that's it. I think we should. Uh, I think done. we covered everything. Yeah. yeah, we did a two-hour and two-minute show. And uh, next week is Rory Scofield. Oh, uh, he's going to be on the you... show finally. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> People, let me tell you something. I fucking I uh, I enjoy Rory. He's, he's one a, of my favorites to watch. He's a funny yeah. man. Well, well, everyone says he's so great. I uh, I don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> he, that's the thing about him. It's like that's what I feel I should say, but then I don't. I don't All right, you know what? That's the end of the show. <laughs> what? No, come on. Todd. Todd, no. It's over. Roll the fucking theme. Let Jessamick soak in his shit. <laughs> da, 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 da. Roll the fucking theme. Roll the theme. We're fucking done. Oh, I'm a very funny guy, Todd Glass. <laughs> okay, this will be the last thing. <laughs> I wanted to put out a fake me yelling at everybody. Maybe I'm not in the mood to do it tonight. No. But like, here's what we're going to do next week. Let me just say this. Like, well, I'm, will I be here next week? If you want to be. Could you co-host next week? What, what, I don't what? have a co-host. Usually I have a co-host, but there's two of you tonight. Who's so usually we'll the co-host? I just have different people. Am I going to be standing here holding Roy Scrovel's jock? Would you? All fucking night? For $9,500, would you co-host my show? Oh, no, you wouldn't. I'm sorry. You don't get offered it. I would, do, I would no. co-host... This you is different said than you... a corporate. Oh. I liked you better when you were straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that's not how we're leaving. I got to distance that comment with the end of my show. I cannot be, uh, I cannot be pigeonholed into book that. Bookend it. I can't bookend it like that. So I thought next week, here's what we're going to do. You know there's those famous things of ce- celebrities yelling at their crew? Mm-hmm. You know, there's one with uh, Paul Anka. Yeah, yeah, there's those. Well, I want Tomlin. Shut up! Yeah, yeah. Lily Tomlin. That's from iHeart Huckabees. Yeah, really oh, amazing. Oh, we got. We'll just. And it you sounds know we'll a little do? something like this. You know what we'll do? At, at, when we're done today, that's what we'll roll into. That's what we'll roll. He doesn't have it ready. I wish he, he would be great. Chris, and you do a, a great job. And I don't want you to think you're not great. Yeah. You're very special. Sorry. You know, I'll tell you the truth though. But um, um, I can. Uh, Preston has been saying, you know, I could do a better job than him. Um, so. Uh, we're gonna, I want to fake yell at everybody on the crew and then see, like, you know, here, and then see if they can put it out. Like, go, guys, spread it around like it's real. Like, dude, you know, yeah, we like got a, this. Like that trailer park guy with the trailer man. Winnebago man. Winnebago man, yeah. yeah. What does he do? Oh, you he, seen he's, that? No. Great. The old man is trying to make an uh, infomercial for his trailer, but he just keeps on fucking up. He swears his face off every time. Yeah. It's hilarious. He can't remember the, the oh, lines. They made a whole documentary about him. Yeah. Are you serious? It's on InstaWatch. It's called it. Winnebago right. Man. So you know what? That's what, th- th- that's what we'll, we'll... State of the I, art design. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I know everybody's heard it, but maybe some listeners haven't, so we'll ride out on those two things. All right, everybody. Thank you, um, uh, Jonah. 
very much, Jonah Ray. Thanks, Todd. And thank you, Anthony Jeselnik. And uh, there we go. We're done. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 